Hello, beautiful people. This is a feel-good, gumpy celebration. Friday, May 27th sports show that begins right now. Thank you for joining us here, and uh, it is obviously a feel-good Friday, and we will continue to keep the vibes high, although it is the last time we'll be able to hang out with one of our most favorite individuals that have ever come out of a birth womb, Mm -hmm. a birth canal, uh, and has uh, blessed us with his presence over the last, you know, year and a half or so. Um, Gumpy, we're going to miss you, buddy. You'll be back. You'll be back soon, but your presence will be greatly missed. Uh, We're very thankful for everything that you've done, and uh, good luck in your voyage back home. From all of us and everybody that watches and listens uh, to everybody you know that has ever encountered you and said, "Hell of a lad, it's a good guy." We we're going to miss your presence here, pal, for a week, two weeks, a month, two months. However long it's going to take, we can't wait to get you back. You'll still be in the fold, but you won't be in the office, and we will miss you, man. Thank you, lads. I appreciate it. It uh, uh, When I stopped playing soccer, I never thought I'd get a feeling of a team again. And being here with you guys, I know uh, that's kind of what it's been like, and you guys are family to me and always will be. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, Love you, you pal. Love you. Love you guys. That was very, hey, that was very sentimental. It's there. true, man. I came out here with fucking nothing, and you guys picked me up and took care of me, and I'll never repay you. We love you, man. Thank you, boy. We love you. Can't wait for you to come back. By the way, your return again is going to be great. Oh, yeah. God. So, and you're definitely going to have to repay me. So it's Yeah. Gonna yeah, it's, 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 just like, it's just like... Um, yeah, give an effort at yeah. least. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> just like in about. WWE when somebody, you know, isn't on TV for a while and then they mm-hmm. come back to pop. It's oh, like, yeah. Massive. Oh, it's incredible. The gumpy pop is going to be oh, like stone cold. It's going to be a big way. It is going to be the glass break. <laughs> yeah. uh, we appreciate everything you've done. And although we'll have a weekend with you, you yeah. know, we'll mm-hmm. get a chance to. Bye. The people at home won't. So go ahead and uh, bless them with whatever comes to your beautiful little brain over there. Hell That's yeah. probably going to get bigger over the next yeah. couple months. <laughs> hey, yeah. That is the goal. That is the one goal going uh, back home. Yeah. What's that? Just, Sandwiches you know, wide. A couple oh. sangies for the lads. <laughs> <laughs> get in the library. We ain't going out there to waste time. Dude, he's coming back with five chains. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. going to hang the same length that these four chains hang. Mm-hmm. That's right. His whole body's going to be big. That head is going to become... Oh, eight and a half. He's coming back shining. Yeah. yeah. We cannot... Oh, no. We'll talk off air about it. But as your head grows, right, the skin will... S- oh, oh, yeah. No, as well. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. The hat ain't coming off, my friend. Maybe, maybe full head of hair when I come yeah. back. Oh, oh, hey, yeah. why not? Why not? Why not now? If there's why enough time. Yeah. I don't know. Get a sweet wig. Uh, to everybody else watching at home, uh, happy Memorial Day weekend coming up. We will be off on Monday. We'll be enjoying the festivities as will everybody else, I assume. Uh, you know, just putting perspective and thankful for everything. I think it's a great weekend to do as such. Hopefully the weather will be fantastic wherever the hell you are. Uh, speaking of weather, you know, yesterday... Ty really had to weather a storm because yeah. he was attacked by Boston Connor right. because of Boston Connor's toxicity. Now, mm-hmm. after an internet-wide vote and a vote amongst the office, everybody is in agreement that Connor, you that, need to apologize. Yeah, that's right now. Right now. No chance. Right now. That's not a real vote thing because yeah. everyone I saw on the internet <laughs> no. said, "Yeah, I'm surprised that no. you guys just skipped over Ty calling Donnie fat." Which that was, was I did not. conversation. And the way Gumpy clipped it, by the way, Gumpy clipped out the entire conversation yeah. leading up to it that set the standard for us to be talking about broken down bodies. That's right. And Ty's example of one broken down body 
was an obese person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who was great at pool. That's right. And Connor automatically said, oh, that person. No, no, no. That's Tony. That's Tony. No, no, no. That's what you think. We were talking about Tony playing pool, okay? And then right Leave away, out of Ty goes. Well, it's kind of. This is, yeah, this don't is worry. Tony, you're, you're, you're about to get an apology. Yeah, I from I Ty. I don't, yeah. I don't need an apology from Connor. Thank you. Oh, Boom. It's oh, oh, always Tony. Oh, that's not what I meant. I don't need one from Ty either. Uh, uh, now. Okay. Someone has to apologize. Well, Someone yeah. better Come say on. something. It should be this it fucking be guy. This guy. No we all way. know it. Rock, paper, scissors. Best, yeah. best of three. Best well, three. I can't do that you. because in no way in my heart can <laughs> I apologize <laughs> to Tony for something <laughs> I did not do. Your words. Tony, don't worry. A bunch of fat guys play pool. That's what no. you fucking no. said. Yeah, it was. No. That's what you said. No, he didn't say, hey, Tony. Yeah. He was just adding to the conversation that was taking place. Why we were talking about Tony playing pool. At that particular okay. point of the convo, we were talking about broken down bodies. I don't think so. And yeah. you automatically correlated the broken down fat body no. to Tone Diggs. No, not at all. In, in Connor's defense, I was already doing that for myself. Though. Yeah, but you're allowed to do that to you. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I give, don't in in. I give everyone permission to if they're in this office on this program. Can't have it. I don't know I can't. If AJ, I mean, AJ should can't get off it. either. AJ was snickering the way. True. Well, yeah. well of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's Which, built like a Greek god. He could say that. So yeah, he's whoever, a yeah, exactly. Bingo. So, so you. did you no. say fat or fat so? <laughs> well, I said that. That's what I said this morning. I said, hey, if I really would have been trying to take a shot at Tony. <laughs> Like really would have I would have said fatso and not just there's a lot of you know there's a lot of you were trying to add actual fact into the convo that we were having Tony there's a lot of fat people out here that are good at pool I'm not saying you're fat I'm just saying that was adding to breaking breaking we have the clip please let's run the clip I don't know if it's from the entire setup or not this might be a backroom setup here for Tyler this is what was tweeted yesterday okay this is what I grabbed Billy you're chomping that's a good game that you, like everybody's kind of good at. Mm-hmm. Exactly, like, fun game. Mm-hmm. Kind of good. What? I mean, I think. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was befuddled. Well, you should be good, right? Good hand-eye yeah. dexterity. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Explosive hips. We've been over this. My body that. has failed me. It's done. No, but that's it's all a mindset. Yeah. Perfect for pool, though. Yeah, a lot good. of fat guys that are good at pool. So, yeah, ninety-year-old guy beat the fuck out of Foxy and Connor. No, but my arm doesn't even go backwards anymore. What's that, Connor? What was that about? No, I'm not saying. Oh my god! I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying. I was thinking that. I'm not saying Tony's fat. I'm saying you don't. You don't have to be in good shape. That was clearly you. No, redirecting what he said right to Tony. You. Buried tone through Ty's mouth. Yeah. You need to apologize for you and AJ Hawk for everything that happened. I, and Gumpy, you're right. Please apologize for fat shaming I, I through never. Ty's mouth. Please, I had four bags of famous Amos chocolate chip cookies this morning. I'm not apologizing for anything, especially when Ty says, Hey, Tony, fat people play pool. You can still be good at it. That's what he fucking said in context of that clip. That's all I saw. All right, let's move on because I think we're bringing too much uh, spotlight to this particular thing because it's not real. Tony, you look very good. Yes. My baby, Tony. Follow yeah. up, though. Well. It's very clear that you are never... And you can say that about you, by the way. That's right. And I'm surprised Connor didn't. Yeah. No, as as I did. I said, real well, friend. He's a real friend. He should. No. 
He was, he was calling you Tubby Tony yesterday. Right? Yeah, what? See? What? what are you? Well, I didn't know that. that. That's just stirring the pot. What is that? Uh, that's just stirring the pot back there. All I'm saying is, real friends will tell you the truth to your face. Thank you, Connor. I didn't say so. Don't worry. Apologize. Apologize. I just said it. He just said it. He said it to his face. I didn't fucking do that. Show remorse. Take a victory lap for being a good friend, like he said. Don't want to go. I won't. Now apologize. I won't apologize because I, the only thing that I did that was a good friend was stand up for him because Ty fucking body shamed. <laughs> That's the only thing I did. You're unbelievable. You're unbelievable. It's fucking unbelievable. gross what you did yesterday. <laughs> I guess in the comment section. You're going to have to apologize for them as well. Well, fuck They're all chanting Tubby Tone right now. Oh, what? How dare you, Apologize dude. for you. the one that just said that. You're the one that said it. I never said that. that. He's you fucking making it up. He's fucking making that shit up. You apologize for yourself, for AJ Hawk, and for the comment section right now doing what they're fucking doing. Not all because of you. I'll apologize for being an absolute asshat. I will not apologize for calling Tony fat because I never fucking did it. And the only reason they're saying that shit in there is because because Nick back there wanted to make up some funny names. All right. We'll do a poll. Okay. I already got it out there. On Twitter or on YouTube? Twitter. Okay, Twitter polls, we, we don't know if they're good. Or we don't know if any of these polls. Once, we have no fucking idea if any of these things are real. The Twitter one, once it sets a percentage, like maybe a minute in, it will not change really no. off of that maybe about a percentage or two. We learned maybe they've updated it since Elon Musk is... is did he buy no, Twitter? Did he buy Twitter? I think it's still TBD. I don't know. Put it in the YouTube chat right now, though, on well, those, who... Those who, people. <laughs> well, those so are the dumb. worst group of humans so on dumb. Earth. Can you apologize yeah. to them? <laughs> I will never. <laughs> I will never. Despicable. I'm apologizing on this show. It says yeah. we won't apologize for nothing. I was totally the one that ends up being the guy that apologized. <laughs> yeah. I will apologize. As I said before, I will never apologize for telling the truth. Okay. Please put a poll... In the YouTube chat, after hearing that clip, in the way it was chatted about, in what Ty was attempting to talk about, yeah, okay. was Connor in the wrong? Because he clearly utilized Ty's words to say, thank God you said it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's what you did. No, yep. I didn't. Or is this others' fault? Not Ty, because it's clearly yeah, right. not mine. Thank Are you, you kidding me? Thank you. Thank you. That's I, bullshit. No, uh, it makes uh, uh, me feel good to know that we were on the same page with this from the get-go, because it wasn't my fault. Me you know? were having the conversation. We were. We were. We were in the middle of the And then of all of a sudden, this guy starts That's snickering bullshit. and pointing at me. This show is about good conversation getting lost in it. Maybe you should try it sometime. That's what happened during the <laughs> yeah. dream. I get lost all the time. This fucking guy came out here and started talking. All right, talking. put Ty. Put yeah, Ty put Ty. Thank Ty. you. That's all we're asking here. Jesus. I watched that thing two, three it's times awesome. last night. I watched a hundred. A hundred <laughs> times last night. I was oh, yeah? like the butcher's dog. What's <laughs> <laughs> that? Gumpy did the clip. Thought he, you and I he, were supposed to be on the same team. We always are, my friend. Gumpy was the one that clipped it and yeah. put it out into the universe. Saw a lot of people down there saying Ty's a scumbag. That's all I know. Yeah, that's because you retweeted and said, "Who's with me?" Yeah, he did. We can scroll through the replies right now. I mean, we're probably going to get taken down for showing our own clip on there. <laughs> no, but. No, 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 no. People can run our shit. No problems. Okay. Anybody else's stuff though? Somehow YouTube has this magical, mythical AI that takes down <laughs> anybody that does something immediately. But if it's our shit, let somebody generate six figures off it. And then if you say, "Well, isn't there like..." Is there a way to go about doing it? Hire somebody else to figure yeah. it out. Oh, thanks, YouTube. Oh, sweet. Appreciate you. 
fuckers. Uh, over a thousand votes, which is a pretty good focus. Okay, size. where are we at? Sample size, I'm sorry. Seventy-two percent people say. Schmidt's the back. Thank you. Well, yes, you know, I fucking love you out there. No, that simply goes to show that all of those seventy-two percent are also going to need to apologize to Tony because they're thinking the exact same thing that Connor was. Can't, exactly. Can't accept yeah. it. As soon as you said it, yeah. those seven hundred and twenty people. Yep. Okay, out of the thousand, they all were like, "Oh man." Ty said, well, we're all thinking. Type this, man. Man. Yeah. Tom, you look good. You do, Tom. Don't patronize me. <laughs> what a win. I would like to apologize to, for everyone. All right? I am sorry this is happening to you. Why is this your fault? Fucking high horse. Oh, you're so, such a nice, noble yeah. gesture from you. this on a feel-good Friday, going into Memorial Weekend. Uh, I know he's going to crack some beers with why? some friends, uh, but I, he's going to have I, uh, no confidence going into the I didn't weekend. eat dinner last night. So, so. I am sorry. Thanks a lot, Ty. Yeah. That's because of you. That's you. Oh, really? Because the people have spoken. And this fucking guy is in the wrong. The poll is not over yet. Oh, it's not, but we know from these polls. <laughs> yeah, look at 70 Tony oh. Fat Slob? That's not, I hey, didn't Bill. even say that, Bill. Look at that. Why don't you apologize, oh, Bill? Oh, yeah, you son of a what bitch. Bullshit you bullshit 70% of 3,000 people. Well, you're dirt bag. Yeah, when you frame it like that, hey. who's not going to vote? Bill's got, a, Bill's got a lot of nerve. I caught him over by the uh, sink garbage can. Eating second lunch this morning because <laughs> he was ashamed. <laughs> oh, no. Ah, the show. I didn't think I'd be winning right. this early on a Friday. But All right, that's what we're about to. Good yeah, competition. Yeah. Yep. yep. You know, in sports, tie loses. Let's dive into no. it today. We have. Uh, <laughs> well. The way that was worded. I mean, you're in a way game. Yeah. This is definitely yeah, an away exactly. game for Ty. He's coming right into your toxic world, Bill. Who actually said the words that we are chatting about currently in this entire decision? Bill wanted you to lose. He what did. did you do to Bill? Well, Maybe you should apologize to Bill. I may have called Bill a fat slob. At some point. I, I don't know. I don't know. See? I'm not saying I did right now. Culprit, right there. No. He's a call another track record. Yeah. Seriously? No. Jeez. No, no. All right, <clears throat> Sham Sharani is joining us in the next hour. Hell yeah! Great to see you, Gump. Hell yeah! Appreciate you, Gump. Appreciate you. Love you, Gump. Love you, pal. We got a few days, lads. We got all week. Hey, free Gump shirts are moving too. Yeah. By the way, a lot of people supporting you. I hope Hell you know yeah. that. Here we go. Feel that? Here we go. Nice Airbnb. That money will go to Gump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The money will go to Gump. Yeah. It's a great free Gump shirt too. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Who created that? I think I don't Phil. Yeah, no, I Phil? think Phil maybe reach out to somebody. Because it was during the show, I thought. No, that, so remember, there was somebody that was doing uh, graphic design for our shirts, what, like two, three years ago? Remember, named Mitch yeah. Canadian, I think, right? Nate Canadian was, Mitch. Yes. Canadian, is that who? Yeah, big Calgary Flames fan. Oh, okay. oh, oh they're oh, on. Oh, Fucking yeah. McJesus. How you doing? He said, I was playing pretty bad all game. That fucking OT winner or whatever. This they guy, unbelievable. Robbed. He's a hell of a ball player. They oh, were wow. Puck player. Guys, I guess. Same thing. I'm, let's go Lightning. Go yeah. Boats. yeah, here we go, Boats. Go, go Boats. Go Avs. Go Boats. Yeah, Avs. Go Boats. Not uh, on the Avs. What? Go Boats. Me too. Yeah. Go Boats. I mean, it's win-win. Hopefully, we just have the matchup in the Stanley Cup, and then we just Correct. all win. Yeah, but with what me and Gumpy just said there, it feels like it might be an uncomfortable thing, especially if, I mean, the big rig... Has yeah. invited us down to a game and then probably drinks afterwards on around a keggy set. Right. Yeah. Don't forget about the Caniacs. Brother. Brother. Yeah, <laughs> the Caniacs did invite us out to a game to fucking do the thing. They Sound did. The siren. siren. They haven't lost at home yet either. Three, two. I ain't Bill Carr. <laughs> <laughs> Who did it last night? Do we know? 
I missed it. I fucking love the Caniacs. Nothing but respect for the Caniacs. That arena, by the way, they were showing it last night before the game. That thing goes like straight up, it looks like. Some of those seats, nobody's sitting. Nobody's sitting. 20,000 no. packed in there. Yeah, I saw about, they showed one section of whites in all of their faces were blistering red, like the color of my face. Normally, I'm like, oh, they're out in sun literally all day. Yeah. Yeah. Drop. Like, yeah. They talk about with them tailgating for this uh, fucking thing. They treat it, like everybody says, like a NASCAR race. And why is everybody like, well, why do you keep comparing it to a NASCAR race? Well, if you've ever been to a NASCAR race, literally you're just boozing for 12 hours and a race happens. And then you're boozing during that. But you're having a fucking great time out, outside. That's what this fan base is like, hey, all the way in, which is the home of racing, I believe, or something they call uh, North Carolina, that area for NASCAR. IndyCar's home is right here in Indianapolis, Indiana. That's right. F1's home, Monica. Monica. Look out. This weekend. Can't wait. Looks awesome. But they get after it for those games, and it's obvious that they're all very intoxicated. I'm very impressed. Not all of them. That's a broad brush. I apologize. But I like the way they do things down there for the Caniacs. You know, that arena's awesome. It's built. It ain't not... There's no reason for me to do that. There is no reason for me to bury the Caniacs to put over the bolts. Okay. But if it was the pens, maybe. I'm very new to the bolt train. Uh, Go bolts. Go Go bolts. Go go bolts. Love the Caniacs. But, sorry. Big Greg invite me down to the game. So, the guy that, woo! And he's punching people in the head (laughs) and scoring goals in his back-to-back-to-back Stanley Cup champion. I'm going to have to ride with them. I'm sorry, Caniacs, although I do appreciate everything you're about down there. Well, Uh, you've seen the fan base. I mean, we we were basically ingratiated into the boat community, so why wouldn't you? Yeah, we we touched the boat community when people were being told not to touch anybody. That's That's right. right. Fish bump. Don't know inside the palm because goddamn COVID will run from the middle of your palm even if you have a finger, it'll run right down in there, right up to your thumb, and then the thumb, whenever you raise your hand, is the closest to the side of your mask. Kevin would jump into the side of the mask into your mouth. Yep. Couldn't even shake your hand if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. What's that? Want to shake, his, shake hand. his hand. Well, I, he couldn't, though. Yeah, yeah he couldn't do bummer. it. Do you remember at the beginning of that thing when there was old whites teaching the world? You're going to go elbow, yeah. elbow, <laughs> on TikTok. side of leg. The elbow was kind of cool. You like the elbow? <laughs> elbow yeah, smash? Bad. Like this one right here? Yeah. Stop. It is like a super, like, oh, I got shit on my hand. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Go ahead. Howie Mandel. They just kind of, yeah, they kind of made it like normal. Yeah, I think Howie. I might have taken it from you. I started doing the side. Yeah, yeah, I do side. I do the, like, bottom palm side. Mm-hmm. It's like a punch. I feel like it's a little bit more so relaxed. I was worried my knuckles were going to start, like, cracking. Miss Terry, the lady that put the, um, the, um, the shiny things on uh, my mm-hms. standard black tank top and black oh, pants yeah, yeah, that yeah. I wear mm-hmm. for Miss wife? Huh? Saban's wife? Miss Terry. Miss Terry? No, no, but Miss Terry. She's been on All right. Me. Told Nick. All right. Don't be doing what you're doing with fucking Jimbo, all right? <laughs> you guys are old friends. Miss Terry works for WWE. She's been in the costume department, uh, I believe. Seamstress department for, I don't know, like 30 years. She's 40 years, maybe. Made all of Undertaker's things and all of Ric Flair's stuff and everything. Yeah, she has okay. like a, uh, she has a, what's that thing called? It's called something. Oh, a uh, wardrobe? wardrobe? Curio? It's, yeah, it's like a traveling closet, but there's a name for it. It's yeah. something. I don't know, it has all that shit. You fist bump her with, like, caution. She fucking... Breaking up. Oh, my nice. God. Love yeah. the hard pound. I'm like, Miss Terry, thank you so much. You know, wham! Okay. <laughs> all right. Rings on. Sorry, she was the nicest lady of all time. 
maybe the most friendly person I've ever encountered. Incredibly talented at her job. First time I fist bumped her, almost broke my fucking knuckles. It was like, all right, Miss Terry, I'll fucking remember that. <laughs> so I turned to the side now. Uh, not, not because of her, but that saves you from any of those moments. Like, Because if you do get middle finger knuckle on oh, middle oh, finger knuckle, boy. there is a little bit of a yeah. joust happening between the bones. Yeah. So I just go ahead and give a nice landing spot for people and it's like a quick jab too. How you deliver it is a quick in and out good energy. I the a clean those are all the way back, right? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There was conversations at times, Gump, <laughs> when you were not able to get back into Canada and now not able to stay in America Full somehow. Circles. It's unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable thing. There was times during this entire exi- where we thought that was gonna be gone. Dead forever. forever. They were pitching against it hard. Mm-hmm. Say goodbye to handshakes. Say goodbye to greetings how we have known them mm-hmm. forever or whatever. Then I'm Tonight, Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay, yeah. Open hand. Might as well just run with an open mouth. Ah. Loop into it. Right behind like 200 people. Yeah, it's crazy. That's why every time I see somebody with a mask, everybody talks about me talking about it. It's like, do they know something I don't know? Because I'm fucking right in the middle Correct. of basically every single state. Oh, yeah. It's been pretty crazy. Yeah. Steve Kerr's back with it, too. I thought he was done with it. And then last night, he had it back on. Steve Kerr has had it on since the entire beginning of this whole thing, right? I believe I so. I don't know if he did before he got it. By the way, a lot of oh, Golden State fans did not have it on. Night. Yeah, but a lot of Golden State fans, like, whenever they're saying Chuck, you suck, the chant Chuck, you suck chant before the uh, the kickoff show. Yeah. Great show, by the way. Unbelievable. Oh, they gave Shaq a, um, a harmonica horn, yeah. basically. <laughs> so you'd blow into it and t- it'll be an air horn. You know what I mean? It was fucking incredible. Talk basketball? Yeah, talk basketball. Mm-hmm. Even Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, the boys hit the setup afterwards. Chuck has had a nice little rivalry with the Golden State Warriors fans. He says, who's going to who's gonna win it all? He says, the fucking Celtics are going to win it all. Yeah. I believe Clay, no, uh, Draymond Green said yeah. he thinks Boston's going to be who they play mm-hmm. in the finals. Sure. Is that how you're feeling right now as well? I just saw a video. That you showed me mm-hmm. of Kobe and Tatum basically mimicking, you know, Tatum mimicking Kobe on the court and then hearing about how much he was a mentor to him. Tatum's the, he's the guy, huh? This guy's the guy. I mean, there's a chance he just became the second youngest player to score 1,500 points in the postseason. The first youngest was Kobe. So, I mean, I hope for sure. I mean, because of how weird this series has been and we won last game, part of me thinks the Heat will just come out firing. But, I mean, Shams hopefully will tell us. Jimmy Butler, there's something going on there. Kyle Lowry, there's something going on there. They're so banged up to the point where it's got to be the Celtics. And Celtics Warriors haven't played a final since Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell. Ooh. So it'd be awesome Ooh. to kind of have that throwback series. Hey, that was a knockdown drag out. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. They were fucking playing good hoops. Ten round fight. Uh, Russell Westbrook of the Lakers. We'll talk to Shams about this in the second hour. He says, I want to be traded to the... Um, I'll go to Milwaukee. <laughs> I'll go to Golden State. Who else is at Boston? I'll go to Boston. He says, get me out of Los Angeles. Get me to any team that is better than us. Warriors, Bucks, and Heat. Oh. He's owed like 40-something million next year. 47 million next year, but nothing after that. It yep. is the last year of his contract. So can you renegotiate the deal immediately upon getting there? How many people want him? And his hometown is L.A. He said, give me the fucking Milwaukee. I can't wait to hear why Shams thinks that is the case. Was it just a bad fit? Does he not like... LeBron. Oh. By the way, people don't get along all the time. Mm-hmm. That's not a knock on either of them. But for whatever reason, Russell Westbrook was passing the ball out of bounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was airballing shots. He was yeah. hitting the back of, or the side of backboards. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, it just did not work in LA. And I can't wait to get Brody back. 
Need to get Brody back. Gumpy, you're a big basketball gambler. What do we know about Russell Westbrook this year that he just stunk, right? That's kind of the, the MO. That, that had to be so, that had to be a long fucking terrible year for West, uh, Russell Westbrook. He's like, I'm not doing this ever again, you think? I, I know he wasn't great, but he was healthy the whole year. Like, I don't think this, the Lakers are better without him this year. Well, the Lakers can't get a fucking coach. Do you know what I mean, though? Like, he, he was uh, healthy. He we'll led the Lakers in almost everything. We got to talk to Shums about all these things. Though. Make sure we don't let him off the phone before getting answers to everything. Okay. No, yep. we won't. Sounds good. Um, LaShawn McCoy, okay, and Eric Bieniemy are currently in, you know, I guess LaShawn McCoy and the Kansas City Chiefs are currently, you know, in the middle of a fake beef that is happening on May 26th and May 27th, Correct. 2022, in this particular portion of the NFL schedule. So I Am Athlete now has a daily show on Mad Dog Sports Radio on Sirius XM called I Am Athlete Tonight. Shady's on there. Pac-Man's on there. I believe uh, Ocho stops by every once in a while. Brandon Marshall stops by every once in a while. But they're on every single day. And I think there's another host. Ah, fuck. Whoever it is, I apologize. It's on me. But also... Something to think about if I don't remember. Yeah, you get it. It's working. He, uh, LaShawn McCoy, very good, by the way. Yeah. Very yeah. good on the he's microphone. Awesome. He's fucking great. He's, he's done it on NFL Network in mm-hmm. a suit. Pretty good. Did his thing. When he's been on the podcast, when he's telling stories and just being himself, Shady is going to make a lot of fucking money, I think, in the media world. I don't know what their serious XM deal is with I Am Athlete. I think they picked up their audio rights. I would be interested to hear how that all turned out, especially with Brandon Marshall man in that thing and from where they were, what happened, how they've been able to continue to go. Congrats to them on former players making fucking magic happen. Yeah. Hope that happens for everybody. But LaShawn McCoy talked about Eric Bieniemy. Here's the actual audio. You be the judge on if he was actually, you know, taking a massive shot, kind of a shot, or no shot at all, because it did spark Andy Reid to have to respond. Me and the coordinator, didn't, we had a difference about different things, right? And I'm going to say this. It's the reason why every year they keep hyping him up to get a a coaching job, a head coach or office coordinator job from everywhere else, and you don't get one because he's the, talking about Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, and the players. You're bringing this up now. We got a minute I'm of the like, show. I'm like, truth. <laughs> Listen, because some players, right? He talks to them a, a certain way, and some players would take it. I wouldn't take it. Like, whoa, you know. And some question I would ask, everybody's accountable. Yeah, that's why it's not because he's a black coach. That's not the reason. The reason that because he. I won't get into that, but I'll say this. You can't, you can't say you did the, the reason. I mean, yeah, we got to get into it. But it's the reason why that every year they hype him up to get a job. And then when the time comes, nobody hires him because they know what type of coach he really is. So you're saying Eric B. Enemy was good night. why you stopped playing in Kansas City? Yeah, come on, man. That's the plan. Wow. They knew what it was. Okay, good night at the end there indicates like, mm-hmm. all right, mic drop, say mm-hmm. something. Only had a minute left before a hard out, probably? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I respect the fact that they're respecting him more than we do. Because mm-hmm. if that conversation was to start with a hard outcome, we are not going <laughs> right. Hey, sorry about it. I mean, we we should have. We absolutely should have hit the hard out, and we apologize to the people doing that. But this conversation is one that the, on the other side of the break, when we come back, the show will be much better because of. So we, sorry about it. Yep. And this is a video show mm-hmm. that is licensed onto. Sirius XM. That's right. Good and we, at the time, are very, you know, happy and pumped for our listeners on Sirius XM to be a part of our community. 
What does the future hold? Mm. I have no idea. I've not heard from anybody over there in a little bit. That's probably partially my to, bl- my to blame and also them as well. Yeah. <laughs> Follow up. Uh, that is an interesting quote because everybody assumes Eric Bieniemy is going to get a head coaching gig every single offseason because of how much success that the Kansas City Chiefs have had and how much success Patrick Mahomes has had since he has become the offense coordinator. And Andy Reid has been a staple of NFL head coaching for like 25, 30 years now at this point. You would think his right-hand man, especially on the offensive side, would be ready to man an entire football team. There's obviously conversation about what has happened in the past every single time he goes up for a gig and a job and there's obviously a massive conversation about why is he not getting hired LaShawn McCoy throwing that in there is interesting because I don't think I've heard this from anybody else right I think I've heard the fact that hey he's uh he's like a not a he's not a he's like a no nonsense like not a player's coach or whatever and if that's the reason why he's not getting a job fascinating it's interesting this is what Andy Reid had to say back to LaShawn McCoy whenever he was asked about LaShawn McCoy's comments about Eric Bieniemy from Andy Reid via Pete Sweeney uh shout out Pete Sweeney oh yeah uh LaShawn McCoy wasn't the youngest pup in the kennel here in Kansas City. He was on the backside of his career, and sometimes that's hard to take. Oh. Mm. Holy fuck. He was old. So I wonder if, let's just start brainstorming here, and if I would have heard this longer beforehand, should have probably reached out exactly to LaShawn to hear what the story is. <laughs> we'll try to do that this weekend, but there might have been a time where Eric Bieniemy said something about when the younger guy able to do something that LaShawn isn't able to do. And LaShawn, if you look at everything he's accomplished, his numbers, he's a Hall of Fame fucking running back yeah. <laughs> who absolutely changed the game. And I don't think he gets viewed that way for whatever reason because... On the teams that he won the Super Bowl with, he wasn't a pivotal part. But if you look back at his career, he was normally the pivotal part of a team. Electrifying, explosive, untouchable. Carried the ball like like literally in his own way that everybody thought he'd be a fumbler. Wasn't a fumbler. Actually made him faster, quicker. Saw him in college. Fucking stud in college. Great football player. So if there's a guy taking shots or disrespectful to him, you could see how he maybe would get upset about it. But is that what the enemy always does? We don't know because we've never heard anybody really talk about how he is as a coach. And Andy Reid took quite a shot back there at LaShawn McCoy. I'm excited to hear I Am Athlete tonight tonight on Sirius XM, pal. I mean, I think him and Andy Reid, he's talked, I mean, at least last time he came on our show, about how good of a relationship they have. So I wonder if this really does piss him off. But he's not He's not wrong about the enemy, is he? That's I mean, like, at this point, isn't it possible that people are just like oh this this guy he might be a good oc but like he's not going to be a good head coach because if he does continue to get i mean it is every single offseason it's all the enemy's going to get a job the enemy's going to get a job and he is getting interviews and everybody always says like he's a bad interviewer or whatever it's like well what if he's just like a dick yeah and they're like oh we don't want to yeah don't want to do business with this guy i don't know who knows and maybe other players say the same things whenever they're being reached out to by gms you're like hey what was it like to play for this guy like veterans or anything and the vets are like oh he did this this and this we never really get to hear any of that because it's always he should have got a job why didn't he get a job so i do appreciate Lashawn mccoy actually adding at least a little bit more information from a perspective that's been there done that and been around the nfl a lot i appreciate that but i don't think it's going in it's probably going to continue i assume every kansas city chiefs player is going to have to come out and say they love eric b enemy mm-hmm. and they're not going to have to but when asked about Eric Bieniemy, these guys said that they absolutely love. Well, he's still there; they're still around yeah. him every single day. So you can never know what's real, what isn't. I assume it's probably a mixture of both. I, I, he's probably a dick, but he's probably an incredibly talented football coach. And I guess that's how a lot of situations can possibly. Yeah, I think I was just about to say. I think we might be in a situation where both can be true, where Shady was in that the very end of his career, and Bieniemy could also be a dick. Yeah. 
So congrats to all parts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, we're pretty happy for him. I mean, but Andy, did Andy have to do that? I don't know. Did Andy have to go to bat for Eric Bieniemy because Andy knows it's on him and his coaching tree if Eric Bieniemy gets another uh-huh. head coaching gig? I don't know. Because there's quite a statement by Andy. Every offseason, though, yeah, Andy Reid's always like, I'm eating a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm watching film. Look at my Hawaiian shirt. We got to change something. We tried this. This didn't work. This happened. <laughs> Good laugh. <laughs> this one, I think he was probably, the way he delivered that was probably laughing. Yeah. yeah. I assume it was in passing and as a joke. But when he put it on paper there, uh, he's old. Right? He's not the mean, youngest pup in the kennel. I mean, he was an old bastard out there, basically, <laughs> when he was playing with us, man. But Biennemi being the OC under Andy Reid definitely doesn't help him either. Like, yes. It's not as if Biennemi is the guy making all the game plans, calling all the plays. It's like defensive coordinators under Belichick. It's like, okay, sure, you're the DC, but at the end of the day, is this the guy that's really making the final decision? And that's another reason why you wouldn't want to bring Biennemi in. Aside from, hey, he's bringing Andy Reid's system. It doesn't mean he knows how to call it. He just is bringing it with him. That seems to happen a lot, right? Like uh, McVeigh's coordinators get hired, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Kevin yep. O'Connell just got hired yep. for the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. And uh, our conversation with him, he was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, he was a cool guy. Staley. Good convo. No, well, on this particular case, McVeigh's calling all those plays. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah McVeigh's calling all the plays, right? He's the one probably designing all the shit. Kevin O'Connell definitely helping. I'd assume he's in the conversation. But just assuming that he'll be able to do it all now that he's all by himself, I... I bet you there's other coaches that are like, all right, will this guy be able to do what Sean McVay was able to do because he was around Sean McVay? Was he able to learn from McVay? Was he able to take what he already had in the past, add to McVay, and become this multi, much better coach? But I do believe that assumption is like not always like, yeah, they'll be able to just do exactly what that other person did. And I, Belichick might be partially to blame for that because not just defense corners, offense corners, mm-hmm. everybody that left the Bill Belichick tree that had been there, known that, they basically all stink at being a head coach. And it's like, well, how'd that happen? You were there for so long. You're right. It's an interesting dynamic, especially when it comes to hiring somebody that's supposed to lead your program in multi-billion program to multi-billion dollar program to hire him. That's an interesting thing, judging how somebody's gonna work without the person that is really doing all the work. Well, I look at like LaFleur too, like when he was with the Rams, he was like the quarterback's coach. It's the same deal. So he's not even the OC, and then he gets the OC job in Tennessee. But I think like now he is finally starting to like like I don't I don't want to say he was unprepared to be a head coach, but I think it is like you realize once you're calling all the plays and doing anything, it's like, oh shit, this is this is maybe a lot more than I bargained for. McDaniel now, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, we're gonna find out what because McDaniel when he went to Atlanta, they were awesome. San Francisco, they were awesome. He was alongside Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. He gets a lot of credit for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. A run game coordinator, which everybody talks about Shanahan's baby being the run game. Right. So like, what will McDaniel do down in Miami without Kyle Shanahan? A lot of questions for that. Might fizzle out, might be incredible. And I know, Gumpy, your early thoughts on McDaniel's coach out of OTAs. Is he doing daily press? And is the team talking about how they're performing out there? Is the press saying good-looking offense they got going right now? Haven't really heard too much, but everybody is there, which is awesome at OTAs. And I mean, it's an offensive coach. That's what we wanted. We had fucking a defensive coach forever, so it's something different. That Miami uh, base yeah. is pretty good to have everybody at OTAs. Yeah. Because I assume there's other guys from around the NFL that are in Miami. They're like, is there any way I can come and use your facility? I'm yeah. Train? Like, yeah. Yeah. Is there any way I can use the field after you guys are done over there Lamar, and just get this maybe? thing? Oh, Lamar. He's not in there. Chatting OTAs. about Lamar mm-hmm. not being at OTAs. Kenny after, Moore? After Chris Sims said something. Relax. He's all, no, he's also a South Florida guy. Okay, so. all right, all right, all right. 
That's the only reason I said that. All right. That's why I like the Kyler thing is interesting because Kyler probably lives in Phoenix full time. That city is yeah. a place where people go live and spend their off season. So if he's spending his off season there and he's choosing not to go to the building, interesting. Is it worthy of a convo? I don't know. Lamar said, listen, these are voluntary. Okay. There's probably other quarterbacks not going to these voluntary. I'll show. I'll go to them whenever on my not on your schedule though. Yeah. Basically, Lamar Jackson continues to be one of the best Twitter followers. Uh, follows on all of Twitter. Fucking love that he did not quit, uh, quit Twitter the other day. Whenever somebody was uh, taking his words out of context or whatever, he basically said, "I'll, I'll go when I want to go." Okay, it's voluntary. I'm putting my work in. Shout to my coach in the next tweet. Lamar said to Chris Sims uh, after Chris Sims uh, basically said that. You know, Lamar at one point said he wanted to be Tom Brady. Brady wouldn't be missing OTAs year after year or whatever. And we all know that that is categorically false, actually, because yeah. Tom Brady and Bruce Arians actually got into a public spout yep. mm-hmm. last offseason about Bruce, uh, Tom Brady doing his own workouts in the offseason instead of the OTAs. And the vets that were at the Tom Brady OTAs uh, that were happening in the same city, just not at the building, were being called out by Bruce Arians. Yep. Bruce Arians was saying, some of those fucking guys think they're on a team. huh? <laughs> some of those guys might not make the team. They want to come back to these OTAs. So categorically false in all of them. I guess at the beginning of Tom's career, he was at every single one, but it's become very very common practice for him to be posting videos online of his training happening elsewhere than the facility. It's voluntary. COVID, I think, has changed a lot of people's thoughts and views on it, too, with the way the schedule is. And do you actually need to be there if the offense remains the same, the pieces remain the same? Back in the day, it used to be everybody kind of has to go, and if you don't go, you'll get shamed by the media, like Chris Sims is doing right now to Lamar. Nowadays, it's much more like yeah, his body guru who's only focusing on him and is probably better than being there with the entire team, especially if he knows everybody and knows the offense. He says, Lamar wants to be Lamar, Chris, not Tom Brady. This part of OTAs is voluntary. My guy, I will be there, just not on your watch. It's probably other QBs not attending voluntary OTAs either, but since it's Lamar, it's a huge deal. Find something else to talk about, dude. <laughs> Fucking proper burial of Chris Sims yeah. from Lamar speaking in third person on his Twitter. There's a lot of quarterbacks not at OTAs right now. Yep. It's becoming common practice. They work out together. They work out with their friends, and they show up at the mandatory one and keep it moving. As long as the product in the fall doesn't suffer, nobody's going to sing uh, give a single fuck either. Well, and I feel like the voluntary OTAs specifically for the Ravens are like, okay, Lamar is our offense. We are going to teach you exactly what you need to do for Lamar to be successful it's not like they're putting in a whole new system that Lamar has to learn like he is the system like they which is which I guess would go into Chris Sims you know conversation like if everything's shaped around you how are these people supposed to learn without you but is Lamar Jackson going 150 no. percent because that's what it becomes whenever the season is happening Lamar kicks it into another gear out of nowhere and makes a decision that who knows if he had planned for we talked to Yonda right yeah Yonda mm-hmm. was like well Lamar just makes like However I block a guy, yeah. Lamar's going to make it right in that mm-hmm. whole thing. So Lamar being the best athlete and the best him he could possibly be makes the Ravens even better. That's why he's trained down there in Miami with his coach, he said. Yeah, and uh, if they didn't have that backup, and I forget his name for some reason, Brett Huntley maybe. I don't think that's the right one. Tyler, but the guy, Tyler, Tyler Huntley, Huntley, who yeah. came in, who was a stud. Like, he's not exactly. I can't believe he didn't get traded. Yeah. yeah. He was, Yeah. Honestly, right? In the wow. season, we were talking about this guy. Hey, people are going to fucking want this dude on mm-hmm. their squad. Then it came to the quarterback carousel that was happening, and his name wasn't mentioned once. Maybe the Ravens just said, we ain't trading him. Everybody the good guy to hold on to when your franchise quarterback won't sign a long-term Yeah, there has to be a thought that he could be leaving Baltimore. Has to be. And because of all the success Huntley had. 
To your defense, also, Brett Huntley is also with the Ravens. Okay. Huntley and Huntley. Tyler Huntley, Brett Huntley, and Lamar Jackson. All Baltimore Ravens right now? Yeah. Lamar's like, you guys fucking, they got enough. Yeah, what do you mean? They got it. a couple other arms. You know I would love to take a shot at the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, but you, you can't do it here. I mean, like. Why? Why can't you do it personally? You're, you're like, now yeah. you're like Foxy apologizing. Well, no, because I got no yeah. problem with Lamar not being there. I mean, they didn't change the offensive coordinators. He's been there forever. If he's working out in Miami, like if it was a new offensive coordinator, yeah, be there. Like, because you got to learn stuff. And, or if you're new to a team, be there or whatever. But in this situation. I will. I'll take a shot. Go he's ahead. got a new center. Lost his most talented wide receiver. He's got a lot of young Ooh. receivers out there. Guys now he hasn't played with really before. Frankie Christians. You know, guy brings Frankie up a good point. Sin. Yeah, I mean, he does. You don't think... Uh, he's probably working out with the new young receivers. All I know is Mitch Miami. Trubisky's at camp. Hell yeah. Benny Pickett's Hell at yeah. camp. Cut Mason Rudolph. He doesn't need to be at camp. Well, Kenny, Pick- that guy. Kenny Pickett actually, like, I think has to be there. Okay? <laughs> Mitchell, Tr- like, actually has to be there. I don't, I don't think... That'd be awesome if he didn't. Voluntary, right? Yeah, okay. I'll see a man toy one. <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing if a rookie did that. I think that'd be great. I think the Bosa's held out a little bit to get the guaranteed yeah. money uh-huh. up there. I'm not sure if Kenny Pickett's doing any of that. Yeah. Trubisky's going there because Kenny Pickett was drafted 20th, so he has to be there. Vastly different situation than Lamar Jackson, who's a previous MVP. Follow-up, if I was from Miami, okay, I think it would be very difficult to travel to a lot of these cities in the offseason for fucking meaningless workouts that I'm just walking through offenses that I already know at a very basic level because they have to teach the people that are brand new to the team and rookies who haven't played in the NFL yet what each play is. Okay, so you're going to line up here and they're walking with baseball hats on or, or no hats with yeah. beanies on their head. Beanies on their head, okay? Red beanies at tight end, yellow beanies in X or H. Oh. And guys are just walking for like two, like a week, I believe a week or two, phase one, walking the routes and then, oh, then turning around. And other offense players are playing defense. So you're you're playing corner, potent, Lamar's potentially playing corner <laughs> yeah. while somebody is walking, but you can't touch each other. Can't touch each other. Then you go there. Then you do that. Then you go into the film and you watch everybody walking the routes and the block and the blitz pickup and everything for like two weeks. It's literally your playbook less than 101 because you have to actually teach NFL football first. Then you get into your playbook. Then you do that. So I think if I was from Miami and I played an actual position, it'd be fucking very difficult to get me to go back to a town that maybe has gloom and doom and rain all the fucking time. And I think we are becoming a society more that it's like, yeah, I could see that being yeah, a little bit of a difficult challenge as well. Yeah, he probably doesn't want to have to get COVID from Jimmy's. Yeah, so maybe it's still a lot of COVID. That's a good yeah. point. Oh, yeah, because he point. might be isolated. might be wearing masks. Could yeah. be. We Could don't be. know. Also, it's not like he's getting, like, just boozed up and, like... He's golfing. I mean... He's and, golfing. and he's putting top work golfing. in. Top golfing. He's top golfing. You know what I mean? He's top mm-hmm. golfing. Yeah, but he is putting work in, I'd assume. Like, and maybe. like you mentioned, like, he's probably getting more out of that than what he would going back to Baltimore and just fucking playing grab ass you know while you get ready it's like he's got his his regimen that he knows works like i'm sure he's not fucking loafing down i there. enjoy the thought though that there's somebody that is a baltimore ravens fan yep well he's in our fucking quarterback so fucking so bad huh? like the team give me some jimmy's fucking crab cakes we gotta talk about this <laughs> that's what harbaugh said remember the tweets said ask lamar no that was about the deal no this is about why he wasn't at otas too he just said it the other day. So Harbaugh's new de facto answer is 
Ask Lamar. Ask him. Ask him. Hey, how come you guys haven't signed Lamar Jackson to a long-term deal? Ask Lamar, dude. That's me. We've hey, listen. What do you, he just would he come into the office? Maybe we'd be fucking be able to do a deal. <laughs> would love to do that. It's his decision, and I think Harbaugh then defended Lamar. Right? He said, "Yeah, we can talk about your contract with your employer too. You want to raise immediately if that's what you would like to get into. But since it's football, and now he's saying ask Lamar and why he's not at OTAs. Or yeah, whatever. his exact words were, "It's for him to talk about.'" Okay, so, yeah. you know, Harbaugh's like, I'm not speaking for Lamar. Lamar's Lamar. Let Lamar do his thing. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, we still plan on playing Lamar as much as Lamar can play this upcoming fall, <laughs> even right. though he missed the, these first couple of days of OTAs. Um, and we assume he's going to come back in great shape. Why, if he waits another year, plays great football, mm-hmm. that number, what, might be $60 million a year, $55, $60 million a yeah. year? Mm-hmm. Upwards. Rogers got fifty now. And if you're signing a five year deal or a four year deal, that's fifty million more than you'd be getting right now. Mm-hmm. But you know, at some point, I applaud his discipline. Mm-hmm. I applaud his ability to look at a piece of paper that probably says two hundred and fifty million dollars guaranteed or two hundred million dollars guaranteed. Whoever you are, that's a tough thing to look at and be like. Let's hold off for another fucking maybe $60, $75 million. Yeah. Because in the grand scheme of things, uh, just like we try to tell Staley, $200 million is a lot more than like zero dollars. Mm-hmm. But $200 million, not same as $300 million. So it's like being able to have that amount of uh, confidence, faith, and, you know, that takes some real courage to be like, not. Nah, Let's go another one. Let's take this tractor another round. Mm-hmm. I think I can build this thing even bigger. Fucking makes me love the dude. Flacco did this in Baltimore. Yep. In the same exact city. Yeah. Flacco went into his last year of his contract. They offered him something. I don't think it was top tier money, elite money. Then he goes and wins the Super Bowl, gets a $100 million deal after that. Yeah. Boom, bet on himself. So they've seen it in Baltimore. He also wasn't a guy that went to OTAs, I don't think. I believe Joe Flacco wasn't a guy that went to OTAs. So mm-hmm. I'm impressed that the Baltimore media is potentially upset. That seems to be a little bit interesting. If that is happening, I don't know. I'm sorry I'm throwing swords in, uh, in, in errors and things I do not know. <laughs> well, in that thought process with the contract, like we just saw with Dak, Dak franchise tagged. He got his leg taken off, and then he basically was holding out until they would pay him the 160 or 70 that he uh, accepted and he got offered like the 130 and we were saying why is he yeah this is after he got hurt yeah Yeah. like how are you gonna say no to that much money after you just got hurt and i mean jerry still ended up giving him yeah 160 million or something Joining us now, the man who sings that song, college football national champion, Super Bowl champion, Ryder Cup champion, Cup survivor, AJ Rock. AJ Rock. What's going on, AJ Rock? What are you? What are you talking about? Who are you referencing? All right. So, summertime in Northern Michigan is happening for Foxy this weekend, and uh, we're all very pumped for you, Foxy. Go enjoy yourself. But with that being said, yeah, stop talking shit on fucking Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there's been enough. By the way. A movie that Pittsburgh is not depicted well in that was obviously massive had a Mick legend that was being represented in it, passed away. Rest in peace to Ray Liotta. Yeah. Thank you for everything, sir. Thank you, Ray. Job Thank well you, Ray. served for all of us, I think. Love you, Ray. Too soon. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Ray. Only 67 years old, man. He was awesome. Died yeah. in his sleep, they said, right? Filming yeah, a movie, right? Wasn't he in the Dominican filming a yeah. movie? Yeah. Okay. yeah. They yeah. said there was no outside. Like they just died in his sleep at 67. I didn't know that happens anymore. That's the way to do it. 
Yeah, that is definitely yeah, the way to do it. Way to go. Every time you envision it, you're like, I'll just fall asleep and I'll never wake up. But you're like 80, I think. Like yeah. 80, 90, 90. 67 feels right. I mean, am I the only yeah. one? No, no, yeah. yeah, yeah you're right. That's, that's not a... Hey, hey, fucking hell of a job he did for our society, though, with the oh, way yeah. he you know, brought entertainment, hours of entertainment. What a guy. Rest in peace, right? like The best like pistol-whipping scene I've, I've seen in a movie in a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, how about that one shot through the kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. In that movie, that's the best. Is that the best shot in the history of movies? A lot of people would say that, yeah. Fucking wild. I was talking to Ty about the other day, the, the, the camera size back in the day, too. Like, that thing's ginormous. Yeah, and every, at him, every actor, though, can't fuck up. No. Exactly, yeah. Like, listen, if one of you fuck up in this entire, you, the entire, obviously, but if one of anybody, and there's one uh, chef that looks directly at the camera, mm-hmm. it's like, you fucking stooge. <laughs> everybody else, everybody else was great. There's only one in there. Rest in peace, Ray. We appreciate the hell out of you. Uh, that's a shame. That's obviously a damn shame Aaron. for everybody. There it is. Yeah, nice. Track me on day, Karen. Good Karen. Mm-hmm. Great Karen. So what was there? It was 23 seconds of him saying Karen mm-hmm. that hit the internet last night. That was obviously incredible to watch. All right, let's move on. AJ, listen. Need to hear your thoughts on Eric Bieniemy and LaShawn McCoy and Andy Reid, pal. Need it. This is the offseason. It's May 27th. There ain't nothing else to talk about. LaShawn McCoy, though, said Eric Bieniemy might be a hard-ass coach. And people find that out, and maybe that's not what they want to hire in the uh, modern era. And that is also why he didn't go back to Kansas City, I believe, is what was said on I Am Athlete Tonight on Sirius XM Channel 82, Mad Dog Sports Radio. Uh, your thoughts on this, AJ? And do you think that the conversation around Eric Bieniemy not getting a job every offseason is never about, like, maybe... His coaching style isn't what that place wants. That's never the conversation. And now LaShawn McCoy has been like, he thinks that should be a little bit more of the convo. It felt like whenever he was chatting last night. Yeah, it does. And uh, seeing like both sides of it, seeing what Andy Reid said afterwards. And and I've talked to, I I think I've mentioned on the show, like over the last couple of years, I was curious why BNME wasn't getting hired. So I I, I would talk to guys that have played for the Chiefs when he was there. And they all said like, great glowing things about him like how much hey the dude he is on his guys he holds them accountable they make he makes sure they do everything right like he he's not messing around but those guys didn't play for him they weren't running backs like i haven't talked to any running backs it's different when it's not your position coach it's almost it's a lot easier to have uh, closer relationships i think with other coaches if they're not directly coaching you every single day concur i always got along very well with almost not that i didn't get along with my direct coach but my direct coach and i had a very different relationship i think than with everybody else in the building fascinating very fascinating to think about that. English on the where he was at in his career, like who knows what went on there. Like how many running? They had a bunch of running backs already there. Like who knows? Like I, I love Lashawn. The, the, yeah, the but Shady, an unbelievable player and talker. Hey Shady, unbelievable. You're 100 Hall of Fame. If you put his numbers up against anybody, plus with his rings now, I mean he's Hall of Fame now. But I think the world saw him at his most in the primetime games with the last couple teams he played for, as opposed to the teams he began with in that entire thing. The whole thought though that. That offense that they've done in Kansas City has been so successful. And I think LaShawn might have understood that he was at a later stage in his career. I think maybe just the way something was handled. It sounded like the way a situation might have been handled. You know, like maybe a couple different encounters, like the way some things were said to LaShawn. As like LaShawn going, well, you could have fucking said it. As a vet, yeah. Like he basically said, hey, how he talks to dudes, like I'm not a rookie is basically what it sounded like he was saying. Yeah, so I I haven't talked to LaShawn directly. I should have bad hosting. But it feels like there was a couple situations where LaShawn probably was like, man, hold the fuck on. Like you could have. 
You could have yeah. said that in a much different fashion to me. I don't. I don't. We might be wrong, but that. To Diggs' point, both could be right, right? Like, both could be 100% right in this situation. And the only reason why we're chatting about it is because it is May 27th. But that offense has been so successful. Did you see the stat that came out earlier this week? And I forget who did it, and I apologize that I'm forgetting their name. The most receiving yards over the last six seasons, Travis fucking Kelsey. Okay, Travis Kelsey has the most receiving yards over the last six seasons. Okay, just Ohio guy, by the way, you got to be pumped about this. Travis Kelsey, friend of the show, absolute stud. 7,269 receiving yards over the last six seasons. Number two, Devontae fucking Adams. 7,192 yards. A lot of yards. Julio Jones, number three. Nobody talks about that. Yeah. 7,129 yards. Shout out Matt Ryan. Hey, let's go, hey, baby. Hey, boy, Matt. Uh, DeAndre Hopp. They passed for so many yards five years together. It's absurd. Julio didn't get any yards last year. Still in the... Yeah. That's what Matt Ryan is. That's what the fuck Matt Ryan is. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Let's go. Anyways, Julio, you come too. DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins, 7,048 yards. He was the offense with Kyler Murray there for a long time. Fuck it. DeAndre's down there somewhere is an actual meme for a reason. Then Mike Evans, who is balled with Jameis and Tom Brady. But Travis Kelsey, in what that, you know, I, I would have thought Tyreek Hill would be up there. Yep. Honestly, I would have thought that. Travis Kelsey being the guy that Patrick Mahomes goes to and the guy that really can change the math, I believe, in the Kansas City Chiefs' mind, has what really opened up their entire offense and has had Eric Bieniemy's resume built so quickly with the success of this team. They are so... Travis Kelsey's changing the fucking game. So much so that George Kittle went on PFTPM and was basically like, Travis Kelsey's underpaid. I mean, he absolutely is. He's the best receiver in the fucking game, if you look at it. And as of late, he's been trying to become a better blocker. He said that on this show. He said, as I've gotten older, I've tried to like become a better blocker because that was kind of something people said about me. And he's not getting paid like he's the top receiver. He's getting paid like he's a tight end. Travis Kelsey came out and responded and said that money is secondary in my mind right now i'm here for the legacy and i'm here to try and make the kansas city chiefs the best team possible that was via charles goldman who is a part of the goldman standard so with all that being said i think kiddo was just talking about the value of tight ends as a whole not just necessarily travis kelsey's decision but they have a fucking point did you expect the tight end to be the top receiver over the last six years i did not and i watched travis kelsey i feel like every single week on national television I definitely did not, and that's the first time I actually saw that stat. I knew that Kittle came out and said that Kelsey was underpaid, and I saw Kelsey's comments. And by the way, that's the the perfect thing for Kelsey to say. Like he could, st- his agent can still be grinding on the team, and the GM be like, "Hey, man, no, you need to. We got to take care of this dude. Obviously, he's going to say and do all the right things. He's going to be here. He wants to be here, but let's keep it that way. Like let's like make sure we show him that we do appreciate what he's done here. I'm sure the Chiefs want to work something out, or they want to reward him. I don't know. Like he is. He's just such a valuable dude. And watching them talk through that clip with he and Pat Mahomes when he's telling, do it, Kels, do it, Kels, and he's doing all that situation when they're talking at the line in such a, in such a like critical moment in the game, the ability to have that relationship with Patrick Mahomes, I mean, you can't put a price tag on that. Yeah, the chemistry. The Also, on the sideline, every time he's mic'd up, it feels like he's mm-hmm. the guy that's like, hey, He's let's the guy go. that brings the juice for the team, too. Like, he's out there, he's wild, he dances, he's not scared to really speak his mind, like... He's just a great leader for that squad. A different type of leader, too, I feel like. Yeah, fucking goes about his business in Travis Kelsey's fashion. Like, hey, hey Travis not Kelsey. Not a corporate, yeah. He's not doing what he feels like he should be doing. He's not doing, like, the corporate thing. Oh, i got to protect my brand. He's just being him. And I think 
That's what's awesome about he and his brother, actually. Authenticity. You know, he's an Ohio fucking guy. You know, mm-hmm. in his heart, yeah. he's an Ohio yeah. guy in his heart. I, I respect it. But I think Kittle's bigger point was like, these dudes are Damn. making thirty million a year. We're doing yeah. their job and another job. We're, do- we're doing their Very job true. and another job. And with the way offenses are going, largely I guess because the way the Chiefs have had so much success with Travis Kelsey, there's other people trying to duplicate it. Not Gronkowski, obviously, been doing it for a long time. But whenever you find that guy and you do it, it you can see why the tight ends and tight end university is only going to grow because I think they're going to come together and be like, "Hey, we are one of us have to just be like, nah." We're taking it. Like, somebody has to do it because the tight end position has evolved from the just blocking. One person's a blocking tight end, the other one. Now it's like you are a wide out, and you are also a chipper and a blocker as well. It's much different. It's, it's fast. You're the right tackle. Sometimes they trust you to be the right or like usually, hopefully not the left, but they'll put you one-on-one on DNs and outside backers at times. Like, that's a huge responsibility. Yeah, I can see why the tight ends are potentially – in. By the way, they have to be incredibly intelligent at the tight end position. You have to be very smart because you have to pick up blocking, blitzing, and also you might have to reroute what you have going on. So I think they've always been super team first. Like, I think the tight end position is natural, like team first, team first, team first. So when it comes to contract time, and you're like, hey, you're going to be the highest paid tight end of all time, I think some tight ends have probably been like, I don't – I don't know if I want to be like the highest paid Uh tight end of all time, but you're nowhere near what you actually are Mm -hmm. worth, which I think is what Kittle – and them have been talking about ad nauseum here. Well, and I'd love to see where he ranks as far as touchdowns in the last six seasons. Because, like, he is Mahomes' go-to guy against the Bills in overtime. Third down conversions. Third, yeah. Down, yeah. third down conversions, touchdowns, and receiving yards. Yeah. And see if Travis Kelsey is the guy. He's probably up there in all of them. And it's not even like, oh, well, you know, Tyreek Hill on the field. That helps. Like, what he does in Kittle and Andrews and Waller, like, when they have the ball, is even more impressive. Like, it takes multiple guys to bring yeah. him down. Against the Chargers in overtime, he probably yeah. caught, like, a 10-yard drag and then he took it like 40 yards to win the game. That's awesome. Well, to your point, too, like, you know, I mean, these good players, when you see a guy like Christian Kirk making that money and then all these, like, elite, elite tight ends, and it's like, well... You know what the hell is going on here? Like this, this isn't right. And GMs do not want us to be having the conversation we're having right now. <laughs> and they do not want you know Bub Light sponsoring tight end university because right. when those boys start tapping open, uh-huh. yeah, fuck right, somebody. Yeah, thank hell? you for saying. That. I sound like an asshole whenever I say we fucking deserve more money, right? <laughs> yeah. We're doing a lot of jobs here. Yeah, Bud Light's probably the reason that the Charmin's about to come out because Kelsey is sixth in yes. touchdowns over the past six seasons. They go to all those goal line plays they run and that think- involve him too, though. His football IQ. He was yep. insane. He's pitching the ball. Think yeah. about the other weapons they've had where he's still number six in touchdowns. Like mm-hmm. All the other weapons that they've had him, it's unfucking believable And he, he's not about money. He has made a lot of money over his career. He's been in the NFL a long time. He said he just wants to build a team, which is respect. But I do believe, and Kelsey probably knows this, all Kittle was talking about was like, some of these guys. Caps going up. We need a little bit more. Uh, joining us now is from a different sport, but he is... An insider, all of it. That's right. Mm -hmm. Knows everything that's about to happen in the association, everything that has happened in the association. Senior insider for the athletic and the stadium. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Sharonia. Something. I, I I did not wear black today. I didn't get the memo this morning. Unfortunately, oh, Shams every fucking day. Shams, you hear me? Every day. I'm on it. I'm on it. Same costume. Me, Steve Jobs, AJ Hawk. Oh, Let's yeah. move on, because then it takes. Just a little bit of time and attention, emotion, and energy out of your morning mm-hmm. to not have to pick what you're wearing. Oh, there's 60 black tank tops there. 
I'm going to wear one of those. <laughs> That's what AJ's done with baseball shirts now. That's right. Black baseball shirts. And Shams, every once in a while, you want to dabble into our department, just wear all black. I'm sure you look amazing. Pull that at big events. But you can rock anything, can't you? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Shams. Anything, Shams. I think, I think I'm just going to start wearing black on the show. So Here we go. Starting from today on, I'm only wearing black. All right, let's well, go. We'll fucking see, won't we? You got a lot going on in your life. We'll see if you remember that. Uh, let's dive into it. You broke the news this morning. Congratulations to not only you, but also the Joker. Back to back MVP just signed for $260 million Supermax to stay in Denver. This guy doesn't get national television time enough i think personally as somebody that's a casual watcher of the nba when i was watching him play in the playoffs it was really my first time watching full games of this guy as opposed to just clips he's fucking awesome this dude's one of one is that what we're assuming that's what the nuggets are assuming and are they going to build a team around this guy shams he's he's obviously one of the best players in the game back-to-back mvp and what where he's come from is remarkable picked in the 40s no one expected Nikola Jokic to be like this but pat the reason why this was a story for, uh, for us today is that Tim Connolly, uh, the president of the Denver Nuggets, left to go take a $40 million deal with equity in Minnesota. And when anytime your top executive, this is a guy that drafted Nikola Jokic, has been running the organization for the last nine years, uh, has put them in position to compete for championships, there's going to be questions about the, the long-term future of Denver. But I'm told there were meetings that occurred in the last several days phone calls between Nikola Jokic, Nuggets management, a face-to-face between the Jokic brothers, as well as the new head of basketball, Calvin Booth in Denver. And they all got together to just make sure they were all on the same page and aligned moving forward. And the answer is yes. Nikola Jokic is fully committed. Uh, He fully intends to sign that five-year, $260 million deal. That will make him the richest, highest-paid player of league history uh, but it will go down sometime in July when he's eligible to sign that Supermax extension. So, yes, the cr- congrats are in order for Nikola Jokic. He is yeah, staying committed to Denver. Mm-hmm. But I think the questions around that franchise really started to come up in the last few days because they lost their president of basketball operations to Minnesota. But good news for Denver. They still have Nikola Jokic. They still plan to compete now. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats, everybody. I'm getting a deal done that goes into effect when it can be in July. Go ahead, AJ. Shams, can you explain that? The president going to Minnesota, getting a $40 million deal. I remember reading about it with equity. What's his title there? And is that a commonplace, like, to get equity and sign such a big deal for front office? Is that A-Rod? It, 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 yeah. That is. That's Alex Rodriguez and Mark Laurie. They were obviously heading up the, the, the pursuit of Tim Connolly going from Denver to Minnesota. But, AJ, it's definitely not the norm for an executive to get ownership equity. But we're, what we're seeing now is Minnesota is operating – that team, it's a small market, but they're operating it like a big market organization. So for them to go lure one of the top five, you know, six executives in the league to Minnesota when, you know, Tim Connolly had an option year, but he was still technically a Denver Nugget. But for them to lure him on that hefty of a salary, $8 million per year for the next five years, he's got ownership equity that I'm told will be able to cash out depending on whenever that team sells again. So, again, it, it, it might not be in the next decade. It might not be in the next two decades. But Tim Connolly, his, his grandkids, grandkids, or whenever that team sells, they'll be taken care of. And that's the type of, of negotiation. That's the type of deal that you have to throw out for a guy 
if you want to lure him to Minnesota, we saw the, a full court press being put on by Minnesota to go get a guy like that. It is definitely not the norm. Uh, this is a landmark deal for the Timberwolves organization. Congrats to uh, yeah. all parties yeah. and uh, Conley, future yes. generations of the Conleys there. Yeah. That's crazy. You also just broke news that Gary Payton II will be coming back for the finals for the Golden State Warriors that appear to be... They're going to be tough to stop at this yeah. particular point. I mean, even if, you know, Steph is having an off night or choosing not to shoot threes and just pass the ball all the time, and Clay yeah. Thompson can go for 32. Jordan Bull can do the same damn thing. I heard on the game last night, he has the highest free throw percentage in the NBA. Doesn't Higher shoot. Higher than Steph. Higher than Steph. In the entire NBA. Doesn't shoot the technical foul free throws because Steph's the greatest free throw shooter in the history of the game. Only team in the history of the game, I guess, where that has taken place. Then you come for Draymond Green making a three, what, one? every like couple games that's right and it's like holy shit this dude's swatting everybody i mean that team feels like they're just a runaway right now gary payton's back that's big news is anybody gonna stop them at this point i mean they they have to be the favorites right but at this point i'm done i'm done i've been i was talking about phoenix a few weeks ago i'm done saying who's gonna win a championship but i think we you know the good thing about this oh all season they looked good they're deep they got players everywhere across the roster you're talking about jordan Poole would be a starter on most every team in the league he's a sixth man on golden state draymond green the energy that he's playing with and there was a moment in time i think the warriors really feared draymond green might be done for the season would he need to have back surgery and he ends up rehabbing that back uh, the guy is just a warrior he ends up playing uh, and really finding his game shape when he came back that last month of the season and He's been a defensive player of the year. This is why he was a front runner for a defensive player of the year before he got hurt. So he's back. He's looking engaged. Clay Thompson, what do you have? 32 points last night. Ooh, he's looking like he's finding his form. And next year, he, uh, guys, I think he's going to be even more dangerous next year because I think he's still a little bit uh, behind where he probably would want to be defensively. But once he gets back to that two-way form that he had before the injury, he's going to be even more dangerous. And I think Steph Curry is playing. He can play like this up until he's 40 years old to me unless he gets hurt. So this team is, is deep. They're legit. And I think we spoke on Monday or Tuesday. I said Andre Godala. The hope is that he's back for the NBA Finals from that cervical disc injury. Well, Gary Payton II, uh, just you know, report on it a little bit ago. Sources tell me he will be returning in the NBA Finals after that hard fall he had on his elbow, fractured his elbow. He had some ligament damage. But about four weeks later, I'm told he has a very, very four strong weeks. chance to play in game one oh, next God. Thursday wow. against either Boston or Miami. Well, you tease Iguodala there. You got news? You kind of, you know what we, I mean? We, we already got picked up. Pat, he got reaggregated everywhere. The hope is that he returns in the finals, yes. Okay, so that's still the hope. That is still the hope. So sounds like you're saying that. Sounds like Sounds like Gary Payton the second. I'm a little bit more more sure and confident. Gary Payton the second. Congrats, Gary! By the way, go, go, great go, to have go, you go. back. That's great news. He, he is a he is a dog, though. I mean, the way he of course, plays, Gary how ferociously he Got guarded him. John Morant. The glove. Dude. Um, he, he he's such a tough minded player. Guy that went undrafted. Imagine the shit talk his dad has done to him his entire life. Ruthless. Oh my God! I bet he is an absolute dog. That guy ready to go now. Talk about Iggy. Sounds like you think he's definitely back for the finals. That's awesome, Sean. Thanks for breaking yeah. out. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll, I mean, we'll see. Gary Payton the second. He will be back in the finals. Hope game one. Uh, we'll see with Iguodala. 
Man. Just Man, this guy. I thought we had him. All right, let's move uh, to the Eastern Conference here. That is still a battle between Boston and Miami. Feels like everybody is hurt in that game, in that entire series. I don't know about uh, Boston, you know, there. But Miami, everybody on their team is hurt. Is that kind of how this is playing out? And obviously, you would think that the Boston Celtics are inevitably much more favored to win that, especially with Draymond Green saying we're playing Boston probably. Is everybody in Miami hurt? And how many people know this? And why is everything so quiet almost, it feels like? Yeah, it's it, it's it's tough for Miami because, Ky, I mean, Kyle Lowry's injury we all know about, right? He had the hamstring. It's always tough. It's always touch and go with hamstrings. They, they can flare up at any moment. But he's, he's going to play tonight. Jimmy Butler has been dealing with knee inflammation. Um, I mean, he has not looked like – I mean, the bottom line is he has not looked like himself from game three to game five. Tonight they play game six. But he's a warrior. He's going to gut it out. He's going to try to play. P.J. Tucker banged his knee um, it, or, during game one. He, uh, you know, his, his ankle, he's playing through, through, through some stuff. So the guys on Miami are just so beat up. And Tyler Hero, he's missed the last two games with the groin injury. Uh, but I'm told – Tyler Hero is expecting to play tonight oh! any type okay. of a setback uh, with that groin injury he has. So unless he has a setback with that groin in pregame, I'm told he is hopeful that he gets cleared to play tonight. There is optimism that he will be in the lineup, at least be available to Eric Spolster to play. So that'll be good. But with a groin injury, we won't know his mobility and how he looks until the game uh, takes takes place. So, he, he, yeah. looks, he looks really good corner mm, to court. Yeah. Yeah. Glasses, sunglasses on. He looks so fucking cool. His swag is on point. Now we'll just have to see if he's, he's going to be able to move on that groin. But fingers crossed for Miami and for Tyler Hero, he can move and, and play tonight. And if he can, I think that'll be a big boost. But on the Boston side, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams are listed questionable. I haven't heard anything that would lead me to believe that they will not play tonight. Oh, um, oh so God. as long as they're in the lineup, Boston is, is, is fully fully stocked, fully ready to go. Yeah. Hey, Shams, what is uh, what does Pat Riley's day-to-day look like with the Miami Heat? I know there's a, they cut to him after the old big dunk a couple games ago or whatever. And also, is he, okay, is he okay with his depiction uh, on winning time? Buddy. Uh, I do not know about whether he's okay with his depiction. <laughs> he just Sean but, won't uh, touch winning time. He just won't touch it. The the the, the actor. I mean, the actor actually looks like that. That looks like that's a great. Oh, yeah. He's a great actor. What's his no. name? Uh, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Yeah. Great yeah. actor. Brody. There you go. Adrian. Yeah, did a great it's, job. It's a great. To me, it's a great depiction. I mean, it, 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 his okay. character was really endearing in the show. I, I'm go actually on. a big fan of the show. I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, of the character, but um, is it a documentary uh, that winning time or what? Because we're hearing conflicting reports. I I think I think whenever you watch whenever whenever you click on the episode, it says the events have been uh, dramatized for this series. So nah, I think I think it's based on some truth. It's definitely dramatized. Um, you know, I don't know how how much Jerry West was saying. Uh, the F word uh, back in the day. I'm not, I, I have no idea on that one. Oh, but, that's uh, the big takeaway. Wow. Jerry West saying the F word out of that whole winning time series. <laughs> that was the one you were like, ah, that's geez. he had. It, I mean, there were there were parts where he was saying the F word like the entire set. It was like, fuck, 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 fuck. Like, whoa, 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 uh, um, but as far as Pat Riley's day to day, I mean, he's the OG. Obviously, he's the guy that oversees everything that happens in the organization. I think he's got a great uh, front office. You know, you talk about Andy Ellsberg; he's been there for decades. He, he's really the, the guy that handles strategy, cap. They've got Adam Simon there, assistant GM, 
you know, a guy that isn't really well, as well known as Pat Riley or a, even Andy Ellsberg. But, you know, Adam Simon is known for scouting prowess going around the league. So that's a name for the viewers here. Adam Simon does a great job scouting. So okay. what Pat Riley Adam, does is he time. delegates responsibility go, Adam. Uh, oversees everything. Hey, you know what they say about Adam? They go, like, when Simon says, yeah. you know, Simon, Simon goes. Does. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say. It's awesome. Uh, tonight's game, Shams. I believe we have somebody that's very intrigued in it. Whenever you think about Marcus Smart playing. Dog. Is he playing? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's what Shams just said questionable right now but how come this i've not heard anything to the contrary let me see my phone if there's anything different let's see oh live update on shams checking for breaking news this is what he normally looks like no update but as as long as he continues to feel well i I would expect him to play tonight was there a COVID thing the other day with miami where players or staff were stuck in boston did that actually happen and because we heard nothing in the pregame or anything like that no shoot around on the contrary they had no shoot around why was that I'm told no players uh, had any COVID issues. I'm told okay. it was a staff member, okay. Uh, okay. someone on the training that. staff. So uh, hopefully that person is doing all right. And, um, you know, the, the games will go on because no players were affected. But I think anytime there's, there's a, a positive or any, any inkling of an outbreak, I think teams do, you know, the safe measure, which is cancel the shoot around. Anything in person that you don't need to really have, you try to minimize it. Uh, Ty. Shams, uh, I saw that the Pelicans basically activated Zion uh, just in the nick of time for when their season's fucking over. Uh, is he done with that place? Like, should we care? Because this, I thought I wanted to be excited by this news, but it kind of just pissed me off. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Poor shit. Me three. Me four. Um, I, 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 I think that, six, I mean, though. Zion Williamson's under contract through next season, so... I think he, uh, it's clear he wants to extend there. The question mm-hmm. is, what will that offer look like? What will those negotiations be like? So, um, you know, to, to my knowledge, you know, his future's in New Orleans as of right now. We'll see how this summer goes and extension conversations go. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Sean, is the GM going to trade Russell Westbrook to one of the teams that he wants to go to? Because he basically just said, yeah, I want to go to a team that's really good that's not the Lakers. I didn't even see that. Is that what? I didn't see that. I, I, I haven't heard that. Russell Westbrook was just oh, on WNBA. No, no way. You got NBA McConnell? No, we already oh, talked about it during the show today. There was a tweet that we asked. We got a tweet. Pull up the tweet. NBA McConnell? be real. I have not heard of discontent for Russell Westbrook in LA. Pull up the tweet. No way it's real. What the fuck? And honestly, we're a bad and honestly, show. Unless this is a fucking the, despicable show. Who tweeted that out? I mean, I we talked about it. I sent it in. So no. This might be on me. Thank you, Foxy, for that <laughs> fucking accountability yeah. and ownership. There it is. There it is. Hoop Yo, Central. You guys, got duped. you guys got duped. Oh, oh, oh shit! Got duped. Oh shit! Hoop Central. I'm not gonna blame AJ on this one. No, it's Foxy. You guys, this is definitely me. Come on, guys. It does say parody Come of on, Hoop guys. Central in the... Uh, oh, uh, fuck. fuck. What is this? Your first day at school? We all Jesus were talking Christ. about it this morning. We all saw so, it. So, let me give... Oh, no, yeah, Fox, you sent it in there. You're we fucking very you. smart basketball guy. Yeah. It ain't that hard. It's always there. We trust you. You see you see that? It's it's that extra O that got him. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Come on. Three-piece. <laughs> 
God damn it. Fox. <laughs> is he getting traded or not? <laughs> it sounds like no. As of right now, no. I mean, they're operating as if he's going to be part of the team next year. Now, listen, could something come about? Fuck. You know, if they can go get like a Malcolm Brogdon or Miles Turner from Indiana, of course. Like, we have a player. Not to try to pursue that. Oh, yeah. The Pacers have a player that people would like. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon and Miles Turner, I think those are guys that, that other teams would want. Um, but if you're Indiana, could you get better than an expiring Russell Westbrook and a potential draft pick? No. Um, nobody, I, I do think, you know, could there be a conversation before Fucking the draft? Yeah, do, it. Yeah. do it. Lance Stevenson was the best player on the team last year. He's he's do they have to pay him the $47 million no matter contract. what? Can he renegotiate? How, do they, how does that work? No, he, he's got a player option. So that $47 million is $47 million. So uh, I would expect him to exercise that. Forty-seven million dollar option, and then at that point, um, I, right now they're operating like he's going to be on the team. If they can get a better player um, in their mind, a better fit, if they can get the multiple Brody. other players, of course you've got to go pursue that avenue. But I don't. The, the Lakers are not going to trade a first-round pick just to get rid of Russell Westbrook and just dump him. That's not who Russell Westbrook is. They, they would. I think they right now want to run this back and see whoever they hire as head coach. Can they figure out? And get the most out of this group. Uh, Bear coach and Frank Vogel, huh? Yeah. yeah, that's fun, huh? What do you have, Connor? Yeah, Shams. We've had a couple conversations about this. Uh, is this regarded as one of the worst conference finals of all time? Because it feels like the Heat Celtics are either a blowout, and if it's not a blowout, then it's bad basketball, and then it turns into a blowout in the fourth, and then the Warriors basically just kind of ran the table against the Mavs. Yeah, I mean it, it's it, it's tough because uh, the games haven't been competitive. I think the Boston Miami series has has a chance to go. Obviously, it's going six. It has a chance to go seven. No. Oh, it's just it, it's it's just unfortunate. He's got you know Miami just has not been healthy. Jimmy Butler, those first two games, that like if he if he didn't get hurt, if he didn't nick his uh, you know hurt his knee, that team I think Miami was going to take them to seven. So it's just injuries are unfortunate. I think Dallas was always going to have an uphill battle with Golden State, um, but it, I think the NBA Finals could be epic, though. I mean, we, you're looking at, it, it, you know, Draymond Green said it last night. If, if it's Boston Golden State, that's going to be epic, yeah. in my opinion. Hasn't happened since Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain. That's a long time oh, yeah. since Celtics Golden State. Did we interrupt your lunch? We just heard you bat a cereal bowl mm-hmm. or a uh, oh, no. maybe a fork. <laughs> yeah. By the way, not using paper plates, not using plastic. Yeah, nope, that's silverware. right. Respect. That was fucking metal yeah. on probably porcelain on uh-huh. that. Sound like we're, it. We're just trying to grab and go right now, Pat. You know, we're trying to get our mornings going. We're trying to get news What's for the lunch? show. We're yeah. trying to get news. You know, the hate news, the hero update. So. No, we're, we're working now. We're, we're, we're going to grab and go when it comes to, come to move. Uh, okay. To, to meals. Well, we, what are you eating right now? Just What do you got? A salad over there? Is there a salad hat? Wagyu. A little candy dish? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm working on some oatmeal right now. Oh! oh! So it was a bowl. It was a bowl and a spoon. <laughs> it's it's going to be soon. I just no, gotta you go. hit oh. it. You hit it in the middle of your rant. We heard it, actually. Did you hit that thing? Yep, there it is. Oh! Oh! Four. 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 Oh! Oh! Shit. Oh! 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 Relax, 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 relax. <laughs> Whatever gets oh the job God. done, man. Relax. Do you use fork on ice cream? You have fork on ice cream too? Soup. That could work as well. Oh my God, Sean! You can't do this, Sean! What is going on? All right, then get back to whatever you got going on. We appreciate you. We need to see it happen. No, no, appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen. Sean, let's go. 
Joining us now is an absolute champion of electricity. Mm-hmm. Every time he's on a microphone, you're obviously getting smarter <laughs> and you're becoming a better gambler and potentially becoming a champion of the sports space. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you're also entertained to the tens because this man is an OG. He used to be in a bond. Now he's uh, alongside the fiery redhead, Calm. Calm Stewart. Calm Stewart, raging redhead. They've been doing a show for 20 years. Yeah. Together about sports gambling. We're doing sports gambling shows before anybody else is doing sports gambling shows. And the show has only gotten better somehow every year. My favorite episode was Friday of Radio Row. Yes. They were the last ones that were live from Radio Row. Yep. They were interviewing the Zamboni driver around yep. that was cleaning the thing. Mm-hmm. They lost their mind. They quit one time. They went back in there, but they kept me in the entire office yep. at the house entertained for 45 minutes to an hour straight of pure laughter. Yeah. Big-ass brain Canadian from Sports Grid, Gabe Moritz. Yeah! 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 Let's roll. Let's do this thing. Great to see you guys. I was dying listening to your uh, Gruden conversation. That's how low societies become. Even if you're a xenophobic, homophobic piece of shit, you're willing to admit it to get paid. (laughs) Yes, I am. It's true. Did you say all these things? Yes, it's true. But as you guys stated, he wants to bring people down with him. And I hope this, like, man, I, I wish this turns into, like, Johnny Depp. And Amber Heard, we're going to find out. Groon's going to say, I didn't want to tell people this, but Ed Hockley took a dump on my pillow. <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to tell people, but I came back from the hotel and there was Ed Hockley. <laughs> I don't know if those will be in the emails or not, but hey, Discovery, you can dive into yeah. numerous yeah. things. And if Ed Hockley's taking a dump on your bed or on your pillow, you're probably going to try to get a photo of it. Yeah. Even if you're. Is. Yeah, even it is. AJ Hawk put his cigar out on Johnny one cup. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, Gabe, let's talk. What have you been chatting about? How's the gambling going? You like the NHL right now, the NBA, baseball? What are you hot in right now, Gabe? Man, you guys caught me in a great moment because uh, I pulled an all-night uh, gaming bender, except uh, I'll pass most tests. I guess I said I'll pass most uh, tests. But I was up all night capping USFL football, <laughs> Champs League corner kick props, and... I got something for you, too. I'm laying it down big on the Buffalo Bandits to win the National Lacrosse League championship. Oh, okay. Buffalo to win a champ. They're going to win the, the lacrosse championship, and then they're going to take that loudmouth Brady down. Right? Oh. I got to be careful. Everyone watches the show, so maybe Tom's watching the show. Hey, Tom, listen, it was a little much. You got little personal shots at Josh Allen. He's never really accomplished anything, especially against me. Yeah, we'll see you in Glendale, Arizona at the next Super Bowl. And let's remember, Pat, one of the proudest things that are um, uh, that about that day, remember I said Odell Beckham, first touchdown of the game, plus 900, baby. Bingo! Yeah! yeah. He would have got MVP, too. You were high on Beckham, I think, even going in there. He gave us a monster bet there. Uh, I'm sure AJ wants to ask about the lacrosse league or the corner kicks that you were studying to make money off of. We respect and appreciate all of it. Go ahead, AJ. Gabe, uh, how do you choose what you, you stay up all night and, and – you know, you when you sit there and you grind picks. over all these different sports and these different props. Quarter and also, I'm a, I'm a bit sad that I don't see you in the jacket you got at Super Bowl week. That Evil Knievel look thing was amazing. But yeah, I appreciate sorry, it. Sorry, on to the first question. I, 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 what, what, the first things first, actually, AJ. I was thinking about you in Vegas. Thank we you. were at the uh, we were at the draft, 
And um, my whole goal, the only thing I cared about, I was like, I got to find a draft jacket flashier than a Super Bowl jacket. I was like, <laughs> can't, can't do it. Can't draft. do it. Like, where's the merch at, right? Couldn't do it. I mean, you figured, you figured AJ couldn't, you know what I mean? You'd be able to There's find not one out there, man. But we were just talking about you guys. I swear to God, yesterday on me and Cam, and I told I told Cam Pat about AJ and there's there's a there's, you have like a best of highlight reel on YouTube AJ. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, as you should. Oh, it's fucking classic. And my favorite part is when he knocks your fucking Mountaineer jersey off. Right? Nice. <laughs> the only time I've ever seen you mad, bro. You're like, what the fuck's going on there, man? Where was I? I was in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. I was sitting in a house. That entire thing happened. Yeah, AJ's destructive. He's toxic. He's all those things. He's nothing like your show. Your show is just Peace. energy. Yeah, all day, every day. How long? are you guys live for every day i do six hours a day legend 20 years yeah. how many That's years why i end up talking about lacrosse and stuff man. <laughs> I can't talk about fucking baseball for six hours a day <laughs> you had an, did you say corner kicks of one league is a prop bet you're looking champions league so now i'm getting deep into this thing and how about this for cards as well so we got the champions league tomorrow like i put so much time in i can tell you right now pat uh i didn't even know the referee's name i'm not even looking this up Clement Turpin. Ah, how about Turpin. He's the referee of the Champs League final tomorrow. He's probably the best young referee in the world. He's 40 years old. He's been voted the best official uh, in the French League. He worked the Europa Championship, uh, championship uh, final before. This is his first Champs League final. He's as good as he is because he lets them play. Uh, the total Ooh. card prop is uh, is three and a half uh, in this game. And I'll tell you what, in, in matches that he is called in the Champions League, he's only called 2.3 uh, cards per match. Oh, here we go. Yellow cards, red cards, doesn't Next matter. Up, he's going to let them play, Pat. So we're going to go under the cards. This ref <laughs> is known for letting them play. How about this, guys? Liverpool have played in 51 matches. When you consider their, their Premier League stuff and then the Champs League stuff, so it's 51 matches. They have had more corner kicks than their opponent in 45 and a 51 matches. Jesus. All right. Sorry, AJ, I didn't go to Ohio State, but I believe that's uh, still a good record, right? 45 and 6? Yes, pretty solid. <laughs> that's okay, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you actually like all these sports, though, Gabe? Do you enjoy watching these? Love it. I love all, all sports. All of them? All of them? Love. I grew up in a family that used to, like, throw punches over ping pong tournaments at Christmas. <laughs> I think we're like the Harbaugh's, except with more weed. <laughs> yeah. A lot of competition over there, huh? At the Morenci State. Yeah. I, I, I can respect it. So every sport that you think you can get an edge on, though, is a sport that you like, right? I mean, that is 100% what you're looking into. And you just get obsessed over this shit. Like, for instance, you were up all night last night studying this because you want the next, like the plus 900 Odo Beckham Jr. bet. That's fucking Super Bowl, Super Bowl for Gabe Morenci, a sports gambling talker for the last 20 years, right? Well, I don't want to be a dickhead when somebody asks me, uh, Pat, who do you like in the USL? The USFL. What do I say? Oh, I don't know. Oh, geez, I'm not following the USL. I'm going to tell them uh, what I like. I'm going to tell them that the Breakers are red hot right now, and they have won uh, two in their last three games. Their offense is rolled. I do have some good U. I got a nice USFL money line parlay. We'll keep it simple, guys. You can lay this down at FanDuel. <laughs> Uh, the generals have only lost once all year, but that was in week one. So they've actually won five weeks in a row. Um, and and you're, you're not going to stop them. They're going to beat the bandits. And then we got the breakers against Jeff Fisher's team, the Michigan team, who are bad. Uh, so basically, long story short, money line parlay, generals, breakers, plus 122, cash that. Hey, yeah, baby. Oh. Oh. 
How about J. Cole playing in the CEBL? You know anything about that league? Eight teams, J. Cole wet from three overnight. Trying to get some numbers up. Let's use our influence and get FanDuel to post some numbers for this league so we can bet on the Scarborough <laughs> shooting stars. <laughs> Do you know this league? Do you know this league, Gabe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good, actually. And I've actually bet on it before, as you see. I'd say that it's like a step below, like the like guys like are trying to play here to get an invite into the G League type of deal. Got it. J. Cole, wet, splash. Yeah. How you yeah, doing? Hey, balling. Man, they sold out all the all the tickets right away. Listen, if you can bet on a league, people will watch it, Pat. That's what it comes down to, right? Yes. Like if you couldn't bet on the USFL, nobody cares. But if you can bet on it, we care. Did you have you watched any of those games? Or are you just reading stats on who's hot, who's not? Like the generals have won their last five or whatever. You actually watch those games? Yeah, or? yeah, I'm watching them. I'm, I'm I'm a hardcore football junkie. Like I love the arena league, the USFL, XFL. I'm one of these people that actually like is a big enough loser in a pot that says I got to support this league. I got to keep this thing going. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good read on the generals and the breakers. <laughs> I figure, listen, if they're going to go out of their way to play the game, put it on TV, the least I can do is fucking bet it. <laughs> they're not asking me too much. They're not asking me to you know, sacrifice a limb. They're asking me to bet the game. I got no problem doing that. That's very nice of you, Gabe. I think the sports world thanks you. Yeah. And I don't know if they have yeah. properly over Take the years, them. but we appreciate you. Take them up for the team. Uh, yeah, we. hey, for all of us. Go ahead, Ty. Marenzi, uh, any trends you're seeing baseball-wise not like right now? I mean, I know you're fucking hot on the diamond, and uh, I've been kind of just doing the same bets, but these same game parts lays are kind of nipping me in the bud what are, you, what are you leaning towards on the diamond when i look at baseball baseball's such a streaky sport man baseball's like a roulette wheel right if it keeps on you're betting red and black and it keeps on coming up red six times in a row don't bet on black just ride it so you see even bad <laughs> baseball teams will get streaky uh on the diamond and don't be afraid to bet them like the cincinnati reds actually are a great example right now they were terrible and we're saying they get a little bit of a roll but i've been so invested in this hockey and the nba playoffs with baseball, I've been keeping it real simple. I basically take the Dodgers on the run line, bro. Every yeah, time. You don't want to think about anything, just take the Dodgers minus one and a half. They either cover, they either, they'll either they either win by more than one and a half or they lose the game outright. Like, they, the run line doesn't matter. See, this laid a run line with the Dodgers, essentially. But keep an eye on the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays' bats. Uh, these guys were ice cold. They were hitting like 179 with runners in scoring position. I think they're starting to turn the corner a little bit right now. Let's talk about the NBA that you've been watching heavily. It seems like these conference finals have been unpredictable other than the Golden State-Dallas, but Boston and Miami seems like we have no idea what's going to take place. Tonight, Marcus Smart yep. and Time Lord Robert Williams are playing for mm-hmm. Boston, and I believe Tyler Eros back for the Miami Heat. Uh, Jimmy Butler obviously injured. I think he has a knee inflammation. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry has a hamstring. How are you betting tonight's game, and how have you how have you done betting these games? Well, that's pretty nice of Tyler Hero deciding to play tonight. Is he gonna <laughs> is he gonna be a Don a Don Johnson extra again? No, oh, wow, he looked cool, didn't he? <laughs> oh, come on, you look cool if you're sitting there with a hot chick courtside. Not if you're supposed to be in the lineup. <laughs> not, come on, guy rolls up like he's a coke dealer on Miami Vice. Playing, <laughs> <laughs> bro. You know that's the look at me stuff, Pat. You know what I mean? That's the look at me. I mean, I skate That's where if I'm him, I'm embarrassed I'm not playing. I'm putting the hoodie on and I'm sitting there, you know, inconspicuously. Instead, he, he puts on, a, you know, the whitest possible outfit. <laughs> Fine. And sunglasses. I, man, I tell you, there's, there's, there is a real smoke show courtside of Miami. I don't see how the Heat do anything tonight. Like, if they didn't bounce back the other night, how are they going to do this uh, this evening? I already bet on the Warriors to win the title, though, guys. 
I think Bo- everyone Get loves it. Boston all the time. They keep Boston keep getting these shorthanded teams, man. Brooklyn blow. They have, you know, one and a half guys. They beat Brooklyn. If Chris Middleton, I'm not taking any of the way for the Celtics, but if Chris Middleton's there, things probably go differently. Don't tell me that it could have been a difference maker in one game. The Miami Heat are like 213 years old <laughs> and uh, rolling in on wheelchairs here. Uh, like, like seriously. So you don't. You're not a believer in the Boston Celtics C- tonight. You're not a believer in Boston Celtics huh, at all. Let's go to Connor. Connor has a question for you, Gabe. No, yeah. I think they're great. I think they're a fun team. I think Tatum's a badass, and I can't believe this kid's only 24 still, Connor. But I don't think you can beat the Warriors. I think the Warriors are the best. I think the Warriors are the best team playing the best ball right now. Look, we'll agree to disagree, but as we do know, sports are for real fans, not freaking posers. Uh, the Battle of Alberta just lo- uh, finished up. Are there people over there that are following that, and is that kind of the hot topic in Canada right now? Yeah, it was obviously a big story, but it's one of these deals where like the rest of Canada kind of hates them both and Alberta <laughs> as a whole. Yep. Like People think Canadians are all like, oh, they're Canadians and stuff. Canadians like fucking hate each other. <laughs> Right, like yeah, we know. Like it's serious. Like what, yeah. from from like region to region and stuff. It's yes. Like go fuck yourself. Hell it's yeah. like <laughs> the yeah. country is so big, so people have never really been everywhere. Like put it this way: someone from Montreal has never been to Calgary or Edmonton and doesn't want to go to Calgary or Edmonton. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so we hey we experience hey, Gabe. We have experienced that with Gumpy because we asked Gumpy about other parts of Canada yeah. than where he's from. And he has no fucking idea. No he has clue. no clue where it's at, <laughs> and he knows nothing about it. You know our guy is getting kicked back to Canada. You know that Gumpy's getting sent back to Canada. We need you there to take care of him, Unc. Yeah, so so what 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 happened? Was he wanted and the, 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 the chase your couch open? Like, <laughs> uh, just terrible uh, lawyers, Gabe. Immigration, Immigration lawyers. lawyers, absolutely terrible. Fucked us over. You know what? Uh, I sort of heard this last night, but I didn't know. Sharepan was like, I think Gumps, Gumps come back to Canada. I told him, well, better better get an extra chair in my studio over here. <laughs> How was that? An hour and 45. Sit next to each other. Hey, that's an hour and 45 minute boat ferry trip, I guess, from where he'll be or whatever. That's nothing. This, this, this mic turns into a water bong, too, uh, Gump. <laughs> <laughs> People ask me if it's a bong or a mic. It's both. Hey, go ahead, Gump. Marancy, Champions League final tomorrow. Liverpool, yes. Real Madrid. Who you got, pal? Well, man, this is one of these deals, and I'm not kidding, Gump. I, you know, we opened up coming out with a soccer talk, but. I am perplexed about this game. I know that Liverpool's the obvious side, that Madrid has been outplayed in all their matches, but all they do is find a way, uh, this team. I'm looking, I'm trying to get an uh, an alternate handicap here where I can get Madrid, like, plus a goal or so, but I got to lay just a little bit too much. So I, I, I'm going to roll the dice with uh, with Real Madrid. Oh, no. Yeah, it, yeah, and see, look, what everybody's on Liverpool. No, they're no, not. They're 65% not. on Real Madrid, Gabe. Come and on. Hard. All Real Madrid do is find ways to win. But I am attacking. I'm attacking the props more. I think it's going to go over two and a half as well as far as the total is concerned. But I'm going over nine and a half corner kicks. Um <laughs> Okay. I like over okay. nine and a half corner kicks a lot. Real Madrid have given up 30 corner kicks in their Champions League uh, games. They've only had nine. They've been dominating the corner kicks. They give up a lot of chances, and they sort of hang on for dear life. Liverpool are very aggressive. As I stated, they've had more corner kicks than their opponent in 45 of the 51 matches that they played in uh, this year. So I like over nine and a half corner kicks. I like Liverpool to have more corner kicks. you got to lay two corner kicks uh, to do it. 
We're going to go <laughs> under three and a half uh, cards. This uh, Clement Turpin is only uh, giving up 2.23 uh, cards Jesus. Uh, per match. French I got another card. French, 40 here. years old. He yeah, lets yeah. the boys play. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah 40-year-old Frenchman, exactly. And another one. This is for Gup, hardcore soccer better. Will both teams have two or more yellow cards? I say no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've been, as you've been talking here, I've been just scanning through FanDuel Sportsbook. The things you can bet on in soccer. Yeah. Yeah. It's Insane. like the Super Bowl. Hilarious. You qualify these things, Pat. You get a headache, scroll, and you're like, got to keep scrolling. It's in there somewhere. Hey, Gabe, I got a qu- Gabe, is anyone like you out there? What's that, AJ? Is there anyone else out there that is as diehard into this and giving picks like you are as consistently as you do? I know there's, 20 there's years. people on the internet. Yeah. There's no one like you, I feel like. Well, there's you guys, but there's no one in the world that break, that'll go from an NBA player prop to uh, bring it up. All right, what are we taking in the AFL tonight? All right, we'll lay the points with the Swans. We'll go over the number. <laughs> like, like we brought, and listen, your, your boy Darius Butler, me and him have been uh, grooving for F1 right now. He loves F1. Yes. We've been Monaco. killing it. We've been yeah, this weekend. Verstappen train. They're going to Monaco this weekend. Who do you got this weekend in uh, Monaco in F1? Well, I got to go with Max once again, man. <laughs> 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 Uh, so Real Madrid, Max and Verstappen, and George Russell guy too to make the podium. Who? George Russell. This guy's been top five in every freaking race this year. Um, he's, he's only getting better right now. George Russell to make the podium. He gets a nice little prop there. But F one kicks ass, and we got to go to Vegas next year, Pat and AJ for this. Uh, okay, yeah. all right. I mean, for F one, have to. Miami looked awesome. Miami looked awesome. These races look incredible. Did you watch the documentary? Is that how you got into it? No, no, but being from Montreal, actually, I've been, I've grew up around this stuff. We went to the races. I used to cover this stuff, uh, F1. It's pretty cool. Walk around the pit area and uh, in, in the garage, do my show from the track and all that at the Circuit Gilles Villeneuve. They'll be in Montreal uh, in like three, four weeks or so. So now that's a party, let me tell you. Hey, am I getting this accurate? 20 years you and the Raging Redhead have been doing the sports um, gambling show together? We've been doing it together for about 16 now. I, I just had the 20th anniversary of Sports Rage. My first show was wow. January, uh, January 6, 2002. So um, my, my anniversary is the same day as the insurrection. It's easy to remember now. <laughs> January 6th. AJ's birthday. That's AJ's birthday. Yeah. That's AJ's birthday. That's AJ's birthday. Tone, your uh, question for Gabe. Uh, Gabe, NHL, um, do you think it's going to be launch and uh, the lightning in the final? Because right now you could get one of those two to win it as playing each other. If, Say Avalanche beating Lightning plus four ten, Tampa Bay beating Colorado plus five hundred. Do you think that's that'll be the final? We could get some value there. I think there's value on Tampa Bay. You and I, we all spoke on the Hammer Man last week, and we we're like, how the hell did Tampa Bay Lightning not get in the respect that they are? Tampa Bay Lightning guys are probably the most under not non talked about story in all of professional sport right now. In the modern era, nobody ever repeats. These guys have done it twice. I think they're going to win the cup again. Uh, I, listen, you get some nice value. Last I checked at FanDuel, it was like plus 250. You look at Colorado, they're good. They're not perfect, but Tampa Bay are perfect. These guys have won <laughs> 10 second of playoff series. Vasilevsky has a save percentage of like 950 in elimination games. He's 17-0. They don't lose consecutive games off of a loss. Uh, you know, looks like the Canes are going to get past the Rangers probably in seven. I like the Rangers to bounce back uh, tomorrow. 
But ultimately, I don't think Carolina or the Rangers can beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. And then I don't think Colorado or St. Louis uh, can beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. And you're getting value with the two-time champs. I love the Lightning to to win the Cup again. uh, Let's go, Big Ray. Hell yeah. Gabe, how's life? What's the schedule like for you on a day-to-day, Gabe? You know, because we all just get to witness your electricity and the clips and you're live for six hours every single day, so we appreciate you making more time to be on a microphone with us. We have massive respect for you. What is the day? You wake up, do a little breakfast, scour prop bets, go live, get off air, smoke, eat, scour prop bets, go back to bed, put that on repeat. Is that every? Are you committed to the game like that right now? Yeah, we're too committed, actually. We're to the point that we're going to get uh, committed. <laughs> I sleep less than a cokehead. I'm not having the fun of uh, the cokehead. That is something that probably gets brought up. That is probably something that gets thrown your way a lot, I would assume. Gets thrown yeah, my yeah, way yeah, a this lot. This guy must be wired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Energy, man. Yeah. Like they, it's like Lance Armstrong, he said. And they said, what are you on? He had the commercial. I'm on my bike. What are you on? Like, yeah, settle down, Lance. I'm on my mic. That's right. <laughs> Got it. What are you on? <laughs> no, we go we go pretty hard, Pat. You were talking about Gruden earlier. I know Chucky didn't sleep very much. I'm the same way, man. I'm like a four and a half, five hour type of max type of guy. Uh, we do the shows, but I like to be prepared for the next day. So I tack overnight. So I tack the overnight board at like three, four in the morning. So I'm ready to go for times like this when I wake up. So I can tell you that the Buffalo Bandits will win a national lacrosse. <laughs> Yes, uh, you're the best. Gabe, did you like being? Uh, how was how was your whole Super Bowl week experience this past uh, this past Super Bowl? We love seeing you there. You came on, I believe, Friday on the show. Obviously, you shut the whole place down. Like everyone loved you. You were amazing. But how did the whole week play out for you? Well, we had a great time. But as you guys knew, we clearly had some problems. Like we were the. Let's just call it out for what it is. I'm not really sure what we were doing there in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> It's all exciting. You're doing the show at the Super Bowl. You guys saw me. I think my best guest, actually, remember we had the cleaning guy on. We had the head yeah. the center. Pablo, we said, what's the score going to be? He said, 17-5. <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah. That's good. No, we had a great time at the convention center. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just an absolute circus. I'm already looking forward to it next year in Glendale, Arizona. I actually do think this. I gotta. I really do believe that it's perfect symmetry and stuff. That Brady's talking smack to Josh Allen right now. That the Buffalo Bills will play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in that Super Bowl. That we'll all be at, guys. Have you already bet it? Have you already bet that? I'm gonna bet it right now since I talked about this. Okay. Well, hey, you put it out in the. Who wins? Well, I, listen. I'm a die. I'm a lifelong Bill fan. I'm not oh, ready. Oh, to- so that's why you're taking this so far. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everybody's wants to give him the trophy. I don't think the Bills should be favorites. Uh, but when's the last time the Bills won anything? Exactly. Right? I mean, I, I love like these that. guys, but Josh Allen hasn't won a road playoff game before. We want to give this guy, we want to put him in the Hall of Fame, and I love Josh. I want the Bills to be able to do this, but they got to get home field advantage uh, this year. The window isn't going to be there open forever for the Buffalo Bills. I mean, we're talking about a franchise that has never won before, yet people talk about these guys, and I'm a diehard Bills fan. Uh, but people talk about us like we're three-time champions. I think last year, coming into the year, the Bills were a little cocky and arrogant because everybody picked them last year as well. You saw them blow the lead against the Steelers in week one. I think the Bills will be hungrier this year, and I think they do break through and get to the Super Bowl. And I just think it's fitting that they'll play against Brady 
who's like 35 and 3 against these guys yep. and we can set this guy send this guy to the booth for once and for all 375 million job waiting for him on the other side says Kendall I feel pretty good about it you <laughs> listen you. you should be known by your commitment to this game mm-hmm. for how long you've done it at the level you've done it when I was introduced to you I felt like a fucking idiot I'm like how did I not know this guy existed for yeah. so long we are very lucky that we potentially have introduced you to maybe a person or two today you're a legend Gabe we appreciate you man hey, well I sincerely I love you guys man I really appreciate the platform uh, that you've given me Pat uh, over the years you guys make me laugh uh, out loud on a daily basis. Uh, keep up the great work, man. It's uh, awesome coming on with you guys. Look forward to seeing you in person once again. Do you know that your compliment of the Hammer Down Boys being good gamblers became like oh. literally our conversation piece? Everybody yeah, was yeah. a good gambler. This person, good, good gambler, gambler. Yeah. good gambler, good yeah. gambler. You saying that the Hammer Down Boys are on Cincinnati and they're good gamblers yeah. or whatever. That became like, uh, that became a full thing for us. So we appreciate you more than you know. Ladies and gentlemen, from Sports Grid, Sports Rage, 20 years. Years running and counting, ladies and gentlemen, Gabriel Morant. I don't have his full name's Gabriel. I should have just kept it. It is. It, it is. is. It is. It is. Me. Um, that guy I call living. Yep. Yeah, it is hard living. Three and a half, was four he hours. A, for like, so Gump was he like a staple for you listening to him? Yeah, he was talking about sports gambling on uh, the Score when it was like the only sports channel in Canada. I watched it every morning. How long ago? Twenty years ago. Oh yeah, I was a fucking a wee lad. Like one of the first people to really do it. I think uh, by far, like before I ever heard about sports gambling, him and the raging redhead were. But then he disappeared. I don't know where he went. Well, he, he was. I, he, yeah, he, I think he, he was doing like an MMA show for a bit or something. And me and Nick were driving home one day, and fucking, we were on yeah. Sirius. And he, I'm like, "Is this fucking Gabe Morenzi? I hadn't heard him in years." And Nick goes, "Yeah, you know him." I'm like, "I grew up fucking listening to this guy." Still got it. By oh the way. yeah, exact yeah. same. He's the best. 2002. How old is he? Like, might be 25. Might be 65. Yeah. 200. He was in Could a rock be band before he did. Could be 85 years old. We'd have no idea. Yeah, he was in a rock band. Yeah, before. homicide. Yeah. 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 Good band. Almost professional Wait. hockey goal as well. Yeah. yeah. He's 51 Wait, what years he, old, is what Was he, he the lead singer? Guitarist yeah. and lead singer. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Sometimes he uses his music on his show that airs at midnight on YouTube. Got a baby, Gabe. Go, Baby Morancy. All right, before I get out of here, um, for a three-day weekend, we're off Monday. We'll be back Tuesday. And when we come back Tuesday, we'll be minus one incredible beard. Mm. We'll be minus one incredible spirit. We'll be minus one incredible personality. We'll be minus one great champion gambler. Gumpy, it has been an honor to have you here for the last year and some change. And we know your time will not be away forever. But any time at all you away from here is an absolute bummer. AJ, as we make this toast to Gumpy, I would like to hear your thoughts on what this man has done for our show and for this office. And we'll pass the microphone around in this tribute to the Canadian lad, Bubba Gumpino. That's good. Goomp, I, you know, uh, I, I feel like you guys are making it way too final. Like, see you later, Gump. Or you're not even saying see you later. You're like, bye, Gump. No, we said see bye, you later. Gump. Yeah. Knowing you. No, I'm saying see you later. See you soon, Gump. I'm still holding out hope for you, Goomp. That you find a nice lady this weekend, you guys elope, you get hitched, boom. All of a sudden, camera pans to Goop's spot on Tuesday morning, and he's there, and it's a giant celebration. So, I'm still holding out hope for that, Goop. If that doesn't happen, don't worry. We'll get you back. We'll get you back sooner than you think, and I think it's all going to work out. 
Thank you, AJ. Tone, uh, one half of the Hammer Don Cowboy Show, very much can still exist. AJ literally only sees Gumpy through the screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's why he's like, Correct. yeah, it's not that big of a deal. It's like, right. you don't get the feel. I'm not saying it's not a big deal. I'm telling you guys to have be more positive about it. We are, oh, but we're going to miss it for at least one day. Go to hell. Yeah. One day we'll without Gump around. faster yeah. than we think. I hope so. I agree. I agree on that. But one day without Gump around here, we're going to feel it. Especially. Yep. The other hammer down. He is down one boy. half of the hammer down, boys. Hammer down would not be hammer down without Gump. Good gamblers. He is my gambling partner. We FaceTime every night to talk about our gambling picks. We will still do, still do that. We will still have hammer down every day. He will be on the screen, but he will be sorely missed. Thanks, Thanks, he is my Cheers. 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 Connor, Connor, your thoughts on Gumpy being kicked out of America? I mean, going to be tough. Gump and I, you know, boys. we're the downtown boys, you know, so you really Let's do. Let's save this one for last time. Okay. <laughs> Gumpy, you know, you're my uh, my barmaid up there. Not having you next to me every day is going to be really weird. Um, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be very weird. It's right in front of me. We yeah. share all you for our yes. computers you know, every day. I'm assuming you're taking that cord back. No, that's you, yours. So I'm gonna I'll leave that you. I'll leave wow. that Giving, man. What a guy. Also, not hearing just... <laughs> hearing that anymore, that's going to hurt. Uh, but you'll be back soon, pal. Hell yeah. Love you, buddy. Hell yeah. Cheers. 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 There is something like we'll be on the other side of the office and all of a sudden you hear the It's like what happened? What could have possibly happened over there? It was one member of the DTB, the downtown boys, acknowledging something great happening and informing all of us, which is what Gumpy has done since he got here. He's really just intertwined with the internet so much that there is never something that happens that we don't know about. And that's why Gumpy's role around here will be incredibly missed, to be honest with you. I will be bumped mightily. As with this man, Connor, your thoughts on Gumpy getting kicked out of America? Yeah, you know, I pick Gump up every day. So the trip oh, into man. the office won't be the same. Trip home won't be the same. The downtown boys are in shambles completely. I know I won't be returning to the whistle anytime wow. soon. I know that I'll strictly be at the Oakmont going forward by myself <laughs> at the bar because normally it is Gumpy and I. So, you know, the presence will be missed. But as AJ said, you know, this was an incredible run. These last year and change, but the next run is going to be forever because you'll have no more problems. There we go. Thank you, boys. You are all far too kind, and uh, I love you all. Hey, this is what we're going to say on Tuesday. You hear me? It's been a long day without you, my friend. See you again. Hopefully that'll be sooner than later, pal. Hell yeah. Cheers to you. Safe travels. Cheers, boys. You're the best. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers He's got a double red solo cup. You drinking lean over there? All right. <laughs> Cheers. Sure. Shouldn't do that. Get you... Well, it's actually a pretty good time, but like if you do it too much, you end up having seizures <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Yeah, you pick up your okay. kids, though. Don't be yeah. drinking that. Well, and you already fall asleep. Lean puts you out. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. So we don't want to turn this into about what AJ's drinking over there in his double <laughs> cup. But Gumpy, you're the best, pal. Gonna miss the hell out of you. Little Rock, Arkansas tonight. Let's have a good time on SmackDown. Maybe Bill Clinton jokes? (laughs) (laughs) Is that his hometown? Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Bill, Hillary, just explore that space. (laughs) You told that to Josh Allen yesterday. Yes. I'll explore the space. I hope someone gives him that message. I hope he does feel free to just let himself go during the match. Well, Gabe's out there trying to give him all the chips to put on his shoulder. I'm a diehard Bills fan. These guys stink, though. Yeah. Most Josh Allen ever fucking won. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing, Renzi? 
He just wants to motivate the boys. Yeah. Don't get too content. Plus six fifty. The leaders in the clubhouse can't have you feeling that way. Gumpy, you're the leader in our clubhouse, pal. Yeah. Everybody have an incredible weekend. I appreciate you so much. The boys will announce a giveaway here on the other side. Uh, have a great weekend. Happy Memorial Day. Remember perspective. Think about things. And thank you to everybody that has ever done anything positive to another person on this existence because life's hard enough, especially with everything going on. Be nice to somebody. Cheers. Gump will miss you. 